The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! chips while he's not in the ring defending his title. Roman keeps himself in tip-top physical and mental condition. Trust me, LA Knight will be stepping in the ring with the oh. best Roman Reigns we've ever seen. What condition will LA Knight be in? Can he recover from this? Alexander knows what this opportunity could mean. Another mention of oh. driver, no! Dragon Lee looks to turn it around. Now shoulders are down. Cedric now can turn it around. End to end. A pulsating match here. Knee to the spine. Could be the beginning of the end for Cedric Alexander. Dragon oh. Lee looking to begin a rally. Fired up and ready to finish off. Cedric Alexander if he can. My word. Cover. He's got it. Is this an opening for Chelsea? Missile drop kick to Shotzi. Chelsea looking great here tonight. A message perhaps sent to Thea Hale and JC Jane ahead of Tuesday. Across to put away Shotzi now. And Shotzi may turn this around. Shotzi gets the win. Oh, too much showboat. Here is your winner, Shotzi. You know what? I bet I could punch both of you at once. At one once? shot. That's right. That's not possible. One you fist, one punch, both faces, guarantee it. There's no oh, way you could. I totally you, could. You, you, you guys were lined up properly. I could have lined up. Yes, I could have punched them both at the same time. Don't you think I could punch them both at the same time? At once. Thank you. Yes, I could. You could not. Thank you. Thanks. We're right next to each other, shoulder to shoulder. He could just punch us in the face. I get this. Oh, Told you! 
Compliments of the gentleman at the end of the bar. today so now it's official at crown jewel your girl is getting her rematch against eo sky for the wwe women's championship i can't stop this gravy train i can't stop the undeniable kabuka and i can't stop being the man they call the megastar with everybody saying, and a not. heard enough. The tribal team bringing the fight to LA Knight. Oh, LA Knight pushed Roman Reigns too far, and now Roman Reigns is gonna make him pay. He's on hinge, Roman Reigns. You don't get to disrespect the tribal chief and survive to tell the tale. Telling Roman Reigns he sucks. Unfortunately for LA Knight, this sold-out crowd can't do anything about what Roman's doing right now or what the Tribal Chief has in mind for the Megastar. Uh, make an example of LA Knight. Oh, LA Knight's fighting back! Left and rights, dropping the Tribal Chief in the corner! This man is all heart, and as long as the heart's beating, LA Knight's got a chance. Roman Reigns getting an idea of what's gonna come his way a week from tomorrow. Oh, wait a minute, Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso coming to the aid of the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And it allows the champion to retreat. Shoot the order, the wise man seconded. Through the table! Rey Mysterio Ooh. watching. Oh, wait! The crowd's popping! You see that, Rey Mysterio? That's all it takes, my guy. One punch, Rey! Logan Paul ambushing Rey Mysterio. And Escobar and Carlito saw it, and Carlito being sent to the back to raise aid, Escobar says, I got this. Meanwhile, back inside, Santos Escobar! Can Santos finish the job? Here we go. Escobar, eyes on the prize, big knees, taking Montez off his feet. Smart move by Montez, rolling to the outside. Out of the way, just in time. Look at this tag, tag made. Santos Escobar is alone. Dawkins is legal. I'm not necessarily sure if Escobar is aware. Still focused on Ford. Well, he is now. Oh! The revelation! 
and John Cena, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Oh, the car from behind. Ambushing Cena. Heyman suckered him in, and Solo Sokoa struck. Spinning Solo, planting Cena. Solo lands that at Crown Jewel. Paul Heyman's spoiler may prove to be absolutely correct. But I don't think Solo Sokoa is done yet. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Solo is Spike. He was so able to stop it. Wow. There we have it! LA Knight Superflex! LA Knight BFT! Roman just ate the buckles! Oh! BFT! Just like that! That sudden impact of blood force trauma! LA Knight drops the champ! And if he does that a week from tomorrow, we may crown a new champion.
wait, let me do this. I'm trying to be more productive. Let me get this going. That's right. I figured out how to pull out the old SmackDown Smack Attack music that James helped put together. Um, look, I'm on my phone, but I'm producing the hell out of this thing today, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your show, to the Smack Attack show of the people, by the people, for the people. Welcome to your show, as always. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I'm on my phone. Uh, the computer I got was a piece of shit. Uh, there's no other better way of saying that. Um, you know, sometimes a deal on Amazon is just too good of a deal. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, I talked to my dad. It was funny. I was telling my dad about it. He goes, oh, I'll help you out. I'll throw in $1,000 to her. Y'all need a computer? I was like, okay. Like, the fact that my dad could say, here's $1,000 for something, I'm just going, and not even blink, it, it, it cracks me up sometimes. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on with me this week and dealing with all that. But, uh, as always, of course, we're joined by the Aussie Thunder from down under, Jimmy T himself. Uh, Jimmy, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I was just hearing you talk about, I assume, you're about your PC, right? Yeah. Ah, oh, look, man. Believe me, it's funny when you said about your dad, how he could just come up with, a, with money just like that, right? But that's how all parents are for, right? That's how parents are. Unlike us, they're smart with their cash. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, and that's the thing. I'm smart with my cash. I just yeah. don't have a thousand dollars to go previously well, throw at. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've never got a thousand dollars where I can be like, oh shit, I need something for a thousand bucks. Bang! I, it's not that yeah. easy, not for me anyway. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good just paying my bills and making yeah. sure I'm taking care of everything. And I mean, I'm not bad. Like I have money set aside, but like to me. A home computer is not worth getting into savings or or spending extra oh. cash on for you know like it's like okay if i need a car payment or like with all incident incidents with jacob and having something to where i could have enough money to pull out to have something for him and not wait for the insurance to do the the you know payments and everything you know that's more of something that like yeah but a home computer and, I, and i'll be honest i just didn't feel like going to the office today like i'm just kind of tired of being there all the time so that's uh, up, dude jeez you, you know. have a day off and the last thing you need to do is go <laughs> to work if you know what i mean <laughs> right yeah yeah so uh but you know hey everybody we're here we're not here to talk about money though like well well i guess you were going to talk about the money that uh, aew is not making apparently <laughs> um with some of their booking decisions and uh some of the money i think that wwe is finding with some of their booking decisions um but uh you know like jimmy uh, it's good to see you. Missed you last week. Uh, did a yeah, sorry about that, dude. No, you're good. You're good. But we did a tight one hour show, like because you know there was no bullshit. It was just whatever. Um, we just went over it. Uh, but uh, so wanted to catch up with you. How have you been? What's what's what you been doing, man? Um. Well, l last week, funny enough, it's funny because I slipped through right the smack attack last week, right? But. <laughs> Not long after that, though, there was an earthquake, and then they knocked out the internet. So even if I was on, <laughs> I, I probably would have been knocked out, like literally from the. It'd have been like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, really? I kid you not. All the years, obviously being alive, right? I've only ever felt an earthquake once, and that was recently, dude. Like even when there was supposed to be earthquakes, I never felt it. But mm. about no shit, about four months ago, five months ago, maybe, I was in bed 
and I kid you not, I thought I was dreaming. I just felt the bed shaking. And you know, when you're half asleep and shit, I'm thinking, what the fuck, why is the bed shaking? I'm thinking he's be fucking jumping on the bed or something. Right. I know she's Telling not, you like, get like, the fuck off, Jerry. Yeah, me. like, yeah. He's like, Jimmy, get but then I realized the door's shaking and the room is shaking and I'm like, fuck, is that an earthquake? Like, what the fuck? And it was, man. And that was pretty, pretty crazy, man, to be honest, to feel that. Yeah, what, what, on the Richter scale, what level of earthquake was it? That one that I was just talking about was like a six point something. Oh, wow. But, but this one last week was 5.5. I didn't actually feel it, but it was strong enough to knock out the internet. So, yeah. yeah. And or other than that... Elon turned oh. off Starlink for y'all because y'all don't exist. Because you know, oh, there, there is that. But also, fucking the fact that um, I dropped my phone, man. The brand new phone cracked it. So now I need to fix that, man. At least, at least the screen's fine, but the glass is shattered. So, was well, is it an iPhone? No, see, I had an iPhone right before this one, and I don't know if I've said this on the air here before, but basically, I asked for a lighter of D, right, and she threw it to me. But I missed, like I missed it. I didn't catch it because it was a little too low. My phone was in my pocket, the iPhone, and it hit it right in the center of the phone, dude. Like right in the center. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I look at it. I'm like, oh, you cracked my screen. I go to D. It was an accident, right? But still, not the point. Right. I'm thinking it was just a cracked screen. And you know what? It killed the phone, bro. What? <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't turn on. Like it was, fuck. That was it. Death. Death. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So now I've moved over to an Android after using iPhone for years. Sir, I thought I'd go to an Android for now and I've already broken it. And so yeah, uh, that's, that's been my last couple of weeks, man. Wow. That's crazy. That look, yeah. uh, I've, I, I have an iPad. That's about it. I've got an iPad. I've got the latest like, iPad and that's why I didn't go with an iPhone. Oh no, I, yeah. I don't. I don't. My my iPad is probably a good five, ten years old or something like that. It's like Gen two or Gen three. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. it's fine. I'm not. I don't. It's like right before they came out with the styluses and all that shit. You know, it's like it's that. You know, I mean, it's not bad. Like I have it here today. It's what I'm going to be using for the keep track of my notes and everything. But right. uh, I just I don't know. But. Like when it comes to phones, man, I have never been a, a an Apple person. It just feels so. I have one for work, and it's just so unuser friendly. I feel like compared to an Android. That's true. Really, it's true, right? Uh, what you just said is a hundred percent true. As a matter of fact, with an Android, you can do things that you can do with a computer that you definitely can't do with mm. an iPhone. But the iPhone. I guess it's I guess it's a status thing, man. Like you know, when you've got an iPhone, it's like look what I've got. You know, not that yeah. I'm like that, but let's be honest, right? It, it's sort of used as a status piece. Oh, that's what it is. But really, but but the build qualities are always top notch. That's that's right. real. But when it comes to as a phone, yeah, really, it sucks compared to to an Android. But in saying that, their cameras though, I think is the best thing like out of any phone though. Look, I've got a Google Pixel. I've had a Pixel for the last few years. And for what I'm paying for the phone and the quality of pictures that I'm getting, I cannot complain at all. Because, like, I post some pictures and I take pictures of some stuff. And comparative to, like, the the nice camera we have at work, like, sometimes the pictures I take on my phone are better than the camera I get at work. And it's a high-end camera. So, 
like that's I, to me. And but Google, I think where they make up for it is the camera may not be quite as good as the iPhone, but they make up for it with the software. You know, the right. software and the and the uh, processing of the pictures and everything to really like put it on that next level. You know, it's it's really fascinating. Like uh, I don't know if you've seen the like the the true true skin or whatever that they have for Android uh, or for or Google when you take a picture and they show you like instead of like it's like what your skin color should look like. They oh, show really? yeah, it, like in the gradients and everything, and it is wild to see like when you compare it to an iPhone picture, which kind of you know smooths smooths everything out, kind of blends it all and softens and everything, and then you take a picture with that and you're just like, holy cow! Like it's 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 really fascinating to do that. Um, so uh, and some of the guys in here say, hey, try Newegg and Newegg's uh, pretty good. I'm a look. I got I've got bit by the Amazon thing. I'm a I'm an old school guy. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go into Best Buy. I'm gonna put my hands on it. I'm gonna look and see what they have. I'm gonna talk to a person, and I'll still review it and everything. But you know, at the end of the day, like I was telling Jimmy earlier uh, when we were texting, is like. I, you know, for me, I don't need something fancy. So I'm looking maybe at an all-in-one, uh, you know, Why to not? do that because I, I'm not really going to use it to travel. I'm not going to do anything crazy or superfluous with it. Uh, it's going to sit on my desk. I'm not here in the office. I'm not going to like take it with me anywhere. So um, if I if I've got a thousand dollars and I, you know, and I, and I can if I'm getting a bonus thousand dollars and I can put towards something. I mean, I'm not going to get an iMac. I'm telling you that right now. I'm not doing that. Just my mom and dad. Yeah, well, that's like if you watch last week's show, that's what I, my parents had an iMac. And um, at their, or their, uh, whatever the all-in-one, you know, screen jobber thing for Apple is. I don't yeah, remember what it is. The, yeah, iMac, that's the cool, right? Yeah, Dave's got one as guess, well. Yeah, I mean, which, it's just the screen and the stand and the camera and everything built in. And they have one. And it's, it's the yeah, function of it's fine, but like, I understand why I needed the mouse and the trackpad, and I, I like to right-click things, and I can't ever figure out how to right-click, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, it was nice to have, the, you know, the camera and the setup and everything where I just plugged in my headphones and everything sounded fine, looked fine, but I just didn't like the functionality of everything. It just, no. it just felt bad. I agree with you. As a matter of fact, um, like I said, D is, a, is, a, is an Apple chick. Like, all this stuff is Apple. Um, but with me, I'm a PC guy by far. I've always been a P Just with PC, again, like you said, I, I like to right-click on things too, man. You know what I mean? And getting used to, like, I've had a few, like, um, Apple, like, laptops, for example. But um, mm -hmm. I always end up selling them in the end because either I don't end up using them as much or you know i just don't need it i've always been a pc guy and mm. still am man i just the functionality like with apples man you can't like play emulators for example if you wanted to not that it's a big deal but i'm just saying like the games are not the same on on pc to apple like just shit in general is just not the same but hey some people prefer apples and good luck to them you know what i mean so, yeah. yeah it is what it is yeah and this is this is what happened to me retro rocket uh uh, on Amazon, I didn't pay attention to it. Was a third party. It's an HP 15.6 inch laptop. I mean, I showed it to Jimmy. I talked. We talked about it. He goes, "Man, this looks good." And I'm like, "Yeah, me too." And and then like I didn't really go into the reviews and everything like that. It's like, man, for 400 bucks on Amazon Prime Day, this is a good deal. 
And so after the fact, like, why is it when, after we had that issue two or three weeks ago where you're like, it's laggy and you're behind and I'm like, oh man, it's gotta be the computer. Yeah. Cause you know I mean? I'm on my weird. Wi-Fi now at work, you know? I mean, or here at the house. And yeah. I don't, there's no any issues as far as I can tell, right, Jimmy? No, none, none at all, bro. As a matter yeah. of fact, so yeah. And that's why I'm kind of going like, what the hell? Because, and I just noticed the computer for a brand new computer starting up, it just didn't like, it didn't wasn't instant when everything kicked on. And I'm going, this is weird. It's like it's like it struggled to process things, and so I think that's what was happening. And then I go to read, like I read a review, and and this guy who apparently looked into it, he goes, "Oh, look, you, this is a lie. There's only this much for storage because." You know, you parching this off and you put this much of your RAM processing towards this of uh, the graphics card. So it's not really 16. It's this. And, you know, apparently this is a thing that people do because then I end up going to YouTube. Yeah, that's weird. And, right. Well, and I mean, because well, technically it's true, but they're just not telling you it's not all towards the processing of the information for your, your computer. Some of it's for your graphics and everything. Whereas so like I went to I don't know if you've ever heard of Austin Evans. He's a. He's a, a tech YouTuber guy, pretty big guy. And he did a deal where he went on Amazon and bought some like laptops kind of like this. Not the same, uh, but, you know, they kind of uh, no name brand or, you know, where they're very vague. And he yeah. bought because they look like a good deal. And he opened them up and everything. And, like they were all not anything near what they said. And he looked at their operating systems. And, yeah, there's 16 bits there. But, like, for one of them, it's a 16 bit, uh, 16 gig RAM processing for your computer well they took four from that 16 and put it towards graphic cards which is like or no it was like an eight it was eight that's what but over half was like, it's like no you don't need all that for your graphics processing because it was running like shit and everything like we had the couple weeks ago so strange, um man. yeah and i mean was, the other weird thing that happened was i got the email today this morning saying hey your refund for the laptop is in process because i had to mail it back and box it up and mail it back and they put it on my amazon account which is said that we're going to do it with the method that you pay every time i i don't even bother to check because they always just pay it back towards you know what you your method of payment right, right. and they put that and another one as a gift card and so i called them was like what's the deal and they're like oh like, because I've always done, y'all have always just paid back the method that I paid. And so they made that change and it's still going to take another five to seven days to process to my, because it was going to just be sitting as a credit on my Amazon account. And I'm like, no, that's not what I wanted at all because I, I paid sucks. with a credit card. And right. so then I had to call customer service and they, they were, they were cool. Like, oh, we're sorry. Uh, uh, I said, okay, I guess I guess I need to double check with you guys now because that's not. You know what I wanted from y'all. I wanted the payment like I always done. I said I've never had that issue where you could put it onto my Amazon account. I I needed that money onto my credit card because now my credit card bill for this month is astronomical because I was expecting that refund and it didn't come. So uh, which it, it works out. It's fine. We're all good. But it's just one of those things where it's like okay, well, you know. That's that's what's going on, and um, you know. But I'm gonna go today. I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna figure it all out, and hopefully, maybe next week or in two weeks, we'll have something figured out to where I'm doing this from my house, but it's on a new computer and not my phone. So no, that's good, man. No, yeah, cool. yeah, man. Anyway, the iPhone. Yeah. Or I mean, the phone. Sorry, is just more is more than capable of doing a podcast, man. 
Yeah, I just gotta check my battery life because I'm already I started at eighty something and I'm at seventy eight percent. So we may oh, keep it nice right. and tight. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be uh, sweet, bro, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Jimmy, did, was there any news you wanted to talk about uh, this week? I mean, uh, anything well, particular? TNA, TNA is back, right? I'm not talking yeah. about and ass. I We're gonna have lots of TNA. Action. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that TNA surprisingly is back, and <laughs> you know what, John? I'm going to ask you this question because it's, it's bizarre to me, man. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; nostalgic is a thing, right? But do you think it's a good move for them to go from Impact Wrestling to TNA once again? Okay, so I read an article about this, and their whole justification behind it was people still call them TNA, right? Well, so yeah, I do. But I'm an old like, school TNA fan, so I'm used to just calling him TNA Wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. But think about all the rebrands: TNA, NWTNA, NWTNA, TNA, Impact Wrestling, TNW. No wait, TNA, Impact Wrestling, Impact Global Wrestling, Force Global Wrestling. Force Wrestling. Yep. Right. You know, <laughs> and I mean all this stuff, and then you come back to Impact Wrestling, and now you're going to be TNA again. And I mean, it's just like, again, to me, because it's it's Scott Demore. And at the end of the day, he's a worker and he's a carny. This is just another way to get TNA on the scene. Because look, well, look what happened last week. And I, I don't, you weren't here. NWA signed a deal with the CW, right? right now, I knew that. Right? I knew that. Yeah, we're going to have three wrestling companies on TV, on regular kind of cable ish network TV, right? I mean, so now. You've got AEW, you've got WWE, and now you have NWA. Impact needs to do something to keep their name in the news. And look, changing your name back to the controversial TNA, it puts you on the news. People are talking about it. People are like, oh my gosh, like uh, when January 2024 comes around, we are going to be TNA. Like, woo, okay. Like, it's not that big a deal, but it's an opportunity for them to get some of the spotlight that people are getting from NWA and not to be left behind. I feel like personally, mm. that's what I feel like for me, but Jimmy, what do you think? Well, that what you just said does wouldn't surprise me, but um, yeah, look, I'm still a little, I'm kind of in some ways, me personally, I'm kind of happy that they've gone back to TNA because like I was saying earlier, like I'm used to still calling him TNA, but what's, are we going to get a change? Are we going back to more the way they used to be? If that makes any sense, but really, can they? Because they don't have the same rosters and whatnot. Um, yeah, I think they're just clinching at straws right now, man. Like it feels, it just feels mm -hmm. like a desperation move, and I'm not sure if that's going to really work for them in the long run. But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But but the thing is, at least Impact Wrestling will still be Impact Wrestling every what is it Wednesday nights, Tuesday nights, whatever the fuck it's on Thursday nights. I can't even remember what night it's on anymore, dude. I really don't. I don't know. I don't um, even know. Right. So I'm assuming Impact Wrestling will still be a thing. It'll just be TNA Impact Wrestling. So I don't know, man. It's good luck to them. I hope. I hope they do well. I truly mean that. Yeah, I, I don't know if it is or not because you know, like I'm thinking, like the way they're sounding is Impact Wrestling is gone and TNA. So it's going to no, be right. TNA Wrestling. But, but their weekly show was always called Impact Wrestling, though. I guess even uh, when like, they were TNA wrestling, so but they just here's the, the thing. new name from their weekly show. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to rebrand that that show because you think you're so? gonna 
you're going to do nothing but cause confusion, Jimmy, to people. Like, so wait, is this Impact Wrestling or is this DNA Wrestling? Kind of like when they were starting to do that. You you had TNA and you had Impact. You know, you had right, them both. They were slowly phasing it out at the time, right? Right, but still, it was incredibly confusing of what to call them. And I think that's been the problem is they've, you know, they've always never picked one or the other. And if they're going to do this and they're going to do it right, they've got to rebrand everything to TNA. They can't call it Impact Wrestling. They can't call their show Impact Wrestling. They have to call it something different, you know, and, you know, that's and just drop it to go from there. If they're going to if this is the reason why, because people are calling us TNA anyway, then embrace it fully. As Ron Swanson says. Never half-ass anything, whole-ass one thing, right? So if you're going to do this, whole-ass it. Just own it. We're TNA, and we're TNA, LOL, and just own that shit and go from there. And and that's what you do. Um, as someone who deals with branding and figuring out things for our social media and everything like that, I have to look at a lot of stuff of, like, what's this message that we're presenting when I post something for our, our, our um, nonprofit, like, does this similar like i i have to make sure everything is fully aboard with what we're doing and that's um you know it, it's 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 one of those things now here's the other thing dna is a divisive and memorable name you know because hey tits and ass or you know it's a bad you know, name though but it is memorable for sure Right, so you total nonstop action tits and ass and you know, we can come up with other analogies uh it's an elbit yeah, just an hour, you know, uh, terrible night asses, you know, I mean, I don't know, but that's the thing. When you say TNA, it invokes a memory of a few things, right? Not just the wrestling, but all those other stuff. It's like, Ooh, they're associating their brand of wrestling with this. So that's, you know, I think an interesting aspect of this as well. It, 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 it makes you again, as Eric Bischoff says, you want to be less than you can't. You're you got to be better than you're going to be less than you're going to be different than. And this is an opportunity for them to be different than, and maybe even carve their own niche in wrestling that's different than WWE and WWE. Now, I, don't get me wrong, uh, I've been impressed with the level of pay per views that they've done. Right? Uh, I I think I don't know if you guys you remember this Jimmy, but a while back, Jake when I got to go to some tapings that they had here in Dallas a while back. And you could actually see Jacob and I on some of those tapings as they were getting ready for like, yeah, it was like last year, I think for Bound for Glory or whatever. They were in Dallas and one of the local promotions guy gave me free tickets and we got to sit in an area and we got there early. And so we were in a corner right by the ramp. And like when you like when they the PCO uh, hardcore match, it was like PCO and I forget who else was wrestling and like they came in our section and you could see me and Jacob are right there. Like when they pan the corners in the arena, you could see us and we're up front and we're like, yeah, like, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like they, the tapings were fun. What they did in them, eh, it was kind of whatever, but that experience was great. And the leading in, it made me interested in the pay-per-view and I watched the pay-per-view, which I enjoyed thoroughly. I will give them that their pay-per-views are always entertaining and always on point. Uh, I have yet this year, especially to see a, a TNA pay-per-view and go, eh, that sucks. Like they're always enjoyable. There's always something memorable that comes from them. I will give them that. So, but uh, they've got to own it. They've got to own that TNA thing. Lock, stock and barrel impact has to be dead and gone and buried. Well, see to me, I think impact and TNA 
like together is memorable though. I mean, I'm talking about because it was TNA Impact Wrestling, always has been from its inception. So I'm not sure if they will change their name. But you're right. I know what you're saying too, though. But I don't mm. see him changing it. I just think if people still call it TNA like they claim people do, and I know I'm, I was one of those people, like even till this day, I don't think Impact and TNA being, you know, TNA Impact Wrestling, whatever day it's on, is going to be too much of an issue. But uh, yeah. 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 And now Retro Rocket brings up the great Vince Russo. <laughs> yes. Hey, Papa Vince. Hey, Papa Vince. Uh, in case you <laughs> ever up, want to know who we are, and I mean, you probably know Jimmy, but you don't know me. But, yeah. <laughs> I've spoken to him numerous occasions, actually. Look, he doesn't <laughs> need to know who I am or give a fuck, which is fine. <laughs> I'm just a peon. Uh, but oh, he says, uh, Papa sure Vince you know. said recently he called uh, it TNA as it was secretly tits and ass, but if censors asked, it was Tuesday night action. So uh, that is from the man himself. Um, yes, and Medium 5 says that you should call it TNA Impact Wrestling. It's not rocket science. It's true. And all they did was change TNA, take TNA off Impact. Uh, so not really a change. Uh, most fans still call it TNA. Yeah, because they were feeling pressure from the TNA, I think, when they were on like major cable networks and things like that. When they moved from Spike to, I forget what it was, because Spike uh, stopped being like... It was, it was Spike to fucking that, that, that Bigfoot fucking uh, channel, dude. Oh, Destination America or That's something it. like that. Destination America. That was the one. That's yeah, the one yeah. On so weird. Destination. Because was Spike fucking... was no longer that. It was Spike was a guy's channel, right? It was like about men right, and yeah. action movies and, you know, UFC and then wrestling. And then they when they went from that, it's like, okay, well, we've got to rebrand because, um, you know, nobody likes TNA. Um, well, I mean, I don't know about nobody, but I like TNA. It's part of why I'm dating <laughs> is because I like TNA. <laughs> Oh, wait, Me I mean, too. wrestling. Hey. I mean, wrestling. Yes. Uh, that too, well, that I mean, too. I like... Even in wrestling, I like TNA. So, you know, um, I love. Remember, they uh, used to Bron- have chicks on poles, dude, when Impact first started. Well, TNA. Yeah, Impact, that is. yeah. Our cages and all kinds of stuff. Like, man, um, Braun Payne matches. Let's go. I'm just saying. Um, let's go. Yeah, for look. sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think, like I said, that this is this needs to be if they're going to do it, um, we need to make sure that they like impact was its thing. It can be a part of your history, but as you go forward, your TNA and that's it. Impact does not need to be associated with this anymore just to make it that, that case. Well, I just hope they don't go back on it. That's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they suddenly change their mind and be like, oh, maybe we should go back to just impact wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. Who knows with this company, man? They've but been so it. many things. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole point. So, um but uh yeah that was the big one anything else that happened this week that i i, I can't think of anything um well has rick flair signed up with all elite wrestling and is he gonna has be he? the final opponent for sting we all laughed at last week on the wreckage me vet and chris we all laughed about it saying no chance flair is gonna be his final opponent and look what they end up doing they're being flair i'm worried now john I can't. I can't even. I can't. I can't even. There's no way. There's no way that zombie Ric Flair is going to be. By the way, that is that is a personal quote, and as well as a quote from Conrad Thompson, who is his son-in-law. Um, yeah. Like because he technically died and he was brought back, so he's calling himself That's zombie true. Ric Flair now. Um, and so, uh, look, to me, to me, you can't do that. Like. 
it makes a way more sense to have Darby Allen be his final match. Right, yeah. that's what I was thinking too, right, originally. But now, I don't know, man. Uh, hang on. Uh, no, I can hear you. I got a text. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. uh, it's it's about it's a it's a work text, real quick. Uh, just oh, to sure. uh, have two dozen, and and I show on that kind. Okay, all right. I just hit a. It's just I just had to hit a, a simple response, but. Um, one disadvantage is having your phone. Uh, I have a friend, she has a cookie printing business. And, um, and so since Halloween is Tuesday, Monday with the program for the kids, I'm getting a, she has a deal where she prints a guide and then you can ice your own cookies. And then, and then she's also then, then I'm also getting two dozen for our Christmas or our Halloween party on Tuesday. So she's going to print. Them really cool cookies and stuff like that. Yeah, so it'll be exciting. Damn. Yeah, that so exciting. <laughs> yeah, I like look, like when I go, I go big. I like, I like <laughs> to do my thing and have fun. So the best way to go, bro, is big. <laughs> look, and you're helping a friend in their small business. I mean, she's she's doing really well with her business, but like, hey, it's an opportunity to help a friend with their small business. So absolutely, um, man. I'm always down for that. So anyway, sure. uh, uh, I, I, Jimmy, there's no way, like, you can't. But but this is this is my problem is we have this cocaine addled uh, <laughs> exactly you know infant child running AEW and refuses to get help refuses to listen to people refuses to do whatever he you know and I mean like you but I mean look look did you not see Ric Flair on TV on the screen this past Wednesday and look at him and go there's no fucking way I can put him in the ring. There's no fucking way, right? Dude, I mean, you know, you, I don't know, man. I wouldn't put it past him. And the thing is, we should have known two weeks before, you know, him finally appearing in AEW. Um, I don't know if you know this, but TK has a girlfriend. Can you believe that? Sorry, what? Yeah, TK, you heard me right. <laughs> I'm not fucking mumbling my words. TK, Tony Khan, has a girlfriend. Like, yeah, I was shocked too. And do you know who posted it? Funny enough, it was Ric Flair who was just chilling. They must have gone to a cafe somewhere. <laughs> and it was Rick and his wife with TK and his woman. And uh, Flair literally Rick, posted it. Rick is not married. Oh, uh, whatever the fuck. His mistress, his fucking girlfriend. Who the fuck knows who she is? I know she was yeah. a worker back in the day in WCW. Right, and then they but, broke up, but they're still like right. partners. Like it's a whole weird thing. I don't know what his deal is. It's an open fucking forum for them too. They probably go to swingers clubs for you know, uh, John. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, the helicopter. Jimmy! Oh my god! <laughs> fucking Jimmy! It's probably like over fifties or over sixties, which is even more worse. But uh, <laughs> no. But anyway, in all seriousness, though, TK literally uh-huh. has a girlfriend, and what's even fucking worse. She's actually pretty hot, bro. Well, yeah, when you have money and power, <laughs> that's what everyone says. <laughs> you can have a small uh, PP and a and cocaine, and, and you have a cocaine addiction. Um, woo! You know, look, <laughs> it's a it's a hell of a drug. At least that's what the Wolf of Wall Street was showing me, anyway. So, um, Great movie, by the way. Oh, uh, dude, it's so good. I, I was <laughs> we were watching the edited version the other day um, here at the house with Jacob, and I was just like. And he's just like, oh my! And he goes, I have a feeling I'm missing on a lot because like there's 
like blurred parts and like just mm-hmm. words cut out. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she goes, I'm probably missing like half the movie. It's like, yeah, probably you are. That's 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 the case. Um, but you know, I, I like if this is not going to do anything to help. If anything, if you truly want to be smart and help AEW, you make that last match a a friendly match between Darby and Sting, so Sting can pass the torch to Darby. That's what it should be. That makes the most sense. That helps. That helps AEW. It helps establish and validify the fact that when Sting wants to go out, he wants to go out on his terms with his company, with his match, and he passes it. He does it in a way where he's passing the torch to Darby. And you know Sting's going to go on his back, so why not do it that way? Funny you say he's going to go on his back, and he will if it's against Darby, but did you know Sting actually has never lost a match in AEW? Yeah. Yeah, so, I said yeah. that the other day. I was like, okay. So, yeah, you know, Sting didn't sign to lose, put it that way, but he will be losing his last match if it's against Darby Allen. And I'm hoping right. it's against Darby Allen. Maybe Flair will be in Sting's corner for you, know. But if you remember, um, not the final Nitro, it was Sting versus uh, Flair also. So, yeah, maybe I know. Go full circle. Jimmy, that was almost 30 years ago. I mean, <laughs> Jeez, I mean, really that long ago? Fuck. Yeah, it, that was what? Ni- uh, what no, 2000, 2001. So 2001, 2001. Okay, so 22, 22 years ago. Wow. 22 years ago, Jimmy. That was 22 years ago, man. You can't, you can't do nuts, it, Jimmy. Bro. You can't. Nuts. If you have a semblance of a brain cell, you know, in your head, you know, and then look, I mean, let's be honest. Ric Flair did shit for you in the ratings this week because next NXT <laughs> nothing. They'll beat you. They still it was only about like twenty thousand or something like doesn't that. Doesn't matter, it a, dude. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but they and you had you had Ric Flair, Sting, and all this stuff, and it, it, oh, you had Okada. Like oh oh oh, don't even get me started on the fact that you had Okada. In a match with fucking Orange Cassidy as a tag team partner, yeah, I know. Like, you know why, dude? They're both part of uh, chaos. Yeah, but mm, I look, know, I know. But it's Orange true. Cassidy <laughs> is not a part of chaos. <laughs> yes, he is. Best, I'm sorry, best. but he is. No, he hasn't been uh, in a New Japan ring as a part uh, of chaos. The only people, Rocky Romero, yes, Trent Breda and 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 Chuck Taylor. Trent, yes, yes more so yes, than Chuck. Trent, definitely but Trent, Chuck, not Chuck. No. He was never official in fucking chaos, bro. He kind of was, but he wasn't. But like, no, uh, wasn't like initiated, man. I don't consider him really he, like chaos, yeah, yeah. chaos. But like, no. So that doesn't mean everybody else who associates with them in AEW is a part of chaos. No, fuck that shit. It's bullshit. Well, I know it's bullshit. it is bullshit, it's, but because this guy kind of said it himself. Uh, look, this is where sometimes I feel like Okada needs to be like, I am the fucking wrestling god. Fuck this shit. I am not being and like well, the before that, you know, oh. Okada could have been the one that requested him, dude. I mean, come on, bro. Look, 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 I don't know. And then you wasted it on this match, and I just remember did getting you, so pissed. Did so you watch pissed. It? I did yeah, I did watch it. Oh, I did, did watch okay. it, Jim. Because I it was Okada. And I was like, I don't think Okada and Bright Knight Rain, or like Cesaro or whatever. Like, okay. And I didn't see that it was a, like, they just kept saying Okada's on tonight and Okada's on tonight. And then I didn't really watch the show. So then I go to the main event because I'm like, he's going to be on the main event. And he comes yeah, he, out he looking was, like, 
looking like a boss and it's gonna say oh yeah oh and okay black Bolt, okay who's he gonna be pairing with okay i'm thinking like all the different <laughs> cops so you didn't and know then, yet <laughs> no and out comes orange cast it's like oh, and then jacob's right. in there too. he hears he, he hears me i'm like what the <laughs> like I literally did that, and like I was like, "Wait, did he lose that title? I thought he lost that, that title." Awesome. But why, why does he have the international title back? I thought he lost it. Like, oh, you well, know, there's there's a lot of comedy of errors in AEW. Uh-huh. For example, Moxley lost the championship. You know how he beat Orange Cassidy, right? I'm sure you know about right. that, right? Yeah, I remember right. that. I saw that. Well, get this: Moxley ends up being knocked out not once but twice in a match against oh, Phoenix. I saw that. Yeah, we talked right. about that. And yeah. Phoenix won it through an audible just because he was knocked out. They had to go the one, two, three. Technically, right. Mox was supposed to retain in that match, right? Yeah. So right. then, you know, he, he he holds the belt for another two weeks. And then it was the time for fucking Orange Cassidy to get the belt back and you know of Phoenix. And I'm sure him and Moxley would be feuding again in the near future. For fuck's sake. Like, I just, I just, and then Okada goes for the Rainmaker pose, and then Cassidy does the. I was like, what? Mm. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, mm -mm. no, no, you do not respect the fucking Rainmaker with his pose and go and hug him. Like, mm, like, oh, I've done the camera fucking, the camera thing twice. One for the rainmaker fucking thing, and then the fucking hug, bro. I was like, nah, man. And then what the fuck was that ending? Like, what the oh, fuck was that ending? It was stupid, bro. And again, Okada does—he can't even get a win in AEW, bro. Well, like no, but like then, like this. Yeah, it was abrupt. It was, it was abrupt. Well, was it? Was it a? Did Brent? Was Daniel Bryant like really hurt? And then was Okada uh, like? Nah, I think they were working that man, a hundred percent. Because you know, I don't know. Everyone knows like, how he it broke was his so arm. weird because they made it feel like super, you know, whatever. Real. Because like right. even when he broke his arm, right? In, in that that's match why they're doing this. That's the only yes. reason why. But like then Okada's taunting him like like you're fucking weak and like like or he's being a baby like. That's Which, how you should know they're working it, bro, for sure. Let's see, see, but like that's the thing is like people are grabbing him and like there's no translator out there, right? So <laughs> no. I don't know if he knows if it's a work or not. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Look, it, I have middle Carter's and really his English seems pretty fucking bad, but I don't know yeah. if he's working me or not. You know what I mean? Because I've heard him say promos in English, but like when when I was talking to him, it was he was acting like. He hardly understood what I was saying, and I'm like, "Where's, and, you know, th- what's it called? Um, uh, my God, what's his name, bro? The Ace. I don't know why I've gone oh, blank. Oh, Tanahashi, uh, Tanahashi, Tanahashi. When I met Tanahashi, how did I forget Tanahashi, man? Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh-huh. When I met Tanahashi, I've known that he can't speak English for shit, but he understood everything I said. <laughs> right. So I mean, there's a difference between understanding and and. Like and he, like, cause I met him too. Like Jacob and I got to meet him when they did the G one in Dallas. Uh, you talking about Okada or Tanahashi? Tanahashi. Uh, yeah, he's an awesome we, dude, bro. We, oh yeah, we guy, man. We got to meet Tanahashi and Tiger Mask, and oh, it was super cool. Awesome. We got pictures That's with them awesome. and all that fun stuff. And so, like, uh, both of them, like, they could understand English and they could speak a little bit of it, but their English yeah, they was can't speak it for cheap, but they could understand, but. Right, but it was super cool, and like so, like when we walked up to Tanahashi, um, because 
Tiger Mask wasn't out yet. Or not, uh, Liger. I'm sorry. Liger wasn't out, Matt. Oh, I wish I met Liger, it was, man. I've seen it was him Liger. Life, I I've never met that. him, right. So we were in Tanahashi's line, and, like, it, it was a pretty long line. And so uh, then, like, I was probably like 20 or 30 minutes later, finally Liger came out, and people started jumping to that line. We're like, well, do you want to? We're like, no, let's go ahead and finish this because the session was getting over. And so we were thankfully able to get to Tanahashi. Uh, and, like, it was very funny because at the time, this is, what, 20... Uh, 2018 or something like that when That's it when happened. I met him. I met him too in 2018. Yeah. yeah. When the, whenever the G1 in Dallas was, I don't remember. Right. Uh, no, 2018, I think it was. Yeah, because that's when Lance was, you know, in it and all that fun stuff. And so uh, we're there, and he Tanahashi says, and Jacob at the time wasn't as big as he is now, and he goes, "Oh, your son?" I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "He's very big boy." I was like, "Okay, yeah." Uh, <laughs> yeah. He goes. He goes, wrestler? I was like, if he wants to be, you know what I mean? He goes, you, like, he points to me and goes, wrestler? I was like, no, 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 no. I said, I said, I said, I, I went, I was like, I, I said, too old, too fat. And he starts laughing. That's what Tanahashi <laughs> said. So we got a great picture. And then here's the point. So we jump, we hop in the line for Liger because we paid for the session. And because I think he came out late and everything, they whoever was in line, they had a cutoff and they like, even though it was leading into the other session, he's like, we're going to let the people finish who paid for their ticket, well, you know, to get as it. As they should, right. Yeah, and he was like 30 minutes late anyway. So so we get there, same thing. We get up to Liger, and mind you, they're not like next to each other where they can hear, right? You, right, so, yeah, yeah. So he walks up, and Liger goes, he looks to my son, he goes, uh, your son's very big. I was like, yeah. He goes, <laughs> he wrestler? Said it too. <laughs> he said wrestler? I was like, no. I said, I said, if he wants to be, and then he looks at me and goes, wrestler i was like no i said uh i said lance archer is my friend and he's like oh that's very well, that's mean <laughs> but very very nice i was like very mean but very nice i said yeah and he goes you not wrestler i was like no and i said i said too old too fat and so uh you, know you could pass as and you're gonna get offended now with me take a guess who one name i'm gonna say what michael elgin yeah, I know. I knew you were gonna get offended because you know. I'm not offended. I just like <laughs> you could look, pass for Michael Elgin, bro. I'm telling you now that I think about it. Like I don't. I'm one to like. His whole situation is very weird, right? Like just weird in general. Like uh, <laughs> the stories surrounding him are one thing, but then the the investigations and everything around it say different things, and like. And he like he it, the, he doesn't do himself any favors. Let's put it that way. Like he should just shut up and let it be instead of trying to be like you know this is what happened and this is I'm like no 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 just let whatever happened happen. Let the invasion come investigation come out. You're making it worse by trying to say something. You're making it worse by like trying to like justify yourself and everything like that. You know that's all you need to say was. You know, I'm sorry this incident happened. Um, I'm going to trust the investigations and everything to go along, um, and we'll see what justice prevails. And, you know, that's all you really need to say. And you don't need to say anything else, but he kept doubling down on his innocence, which, I mean, granted, it looks like most of the time, mostly he was, but he came about it in such a wrong way that, look. He's a cheeky shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know I, mean? I, just, you, I think he's over-exaggerating. Maybe I'm wrong. But let's be real, man. Come on. Yeah, look, I can understand at the same time where, though, you, somebody, 
can perceive something and take something out of context and go, oh, well, um, this, that, or the other. But, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's two wildly different stories, and the, there's a truth in the middle. And uh, the truth in the middle is, the truth in the middle is this, Jimmy. Like, honestly, if the truth in the middle is the fact that anything what you say if if there's even a 10 percent chance of what she said is right you did the wrong mm-hmm. thing and right. instead of just saying i didn't do anything wrong like take a moment to look at your actions goes okay i could i could perceive this as being something that and that's he wrong denies it. he denies it doesn't he yeah oh he's to a t and he, he that's doesn't say he, he's a cheeky he doesn't shit, bro he does it in an arrogant way instead of just saying, let me, you know, I trust uh, whatever happens with these investigations. I'll abide by them and go. That's all you needed to say. Right. But he, he didn't yeah, well, he, do that. But instead, all he talks about that, that he needs, you know, he needs to have, um, you know, like full time parentship over his son. You know what I mean? He, all he wants is his son. Every time I hear him talk, you know, my son needs my he, son that. Because he's, he's using that as a force field. Like, right. that's the but other really, shit. That's the other chicken yeah. shit thing, Jimmy. Using your kid as look, I'm a dad. I'm a family man. I'm like I'm a I'm a son of Jacks, you know, or I'm the dad of Jacks. And you know, like you, you're using your kid as a fucking force field. And that's the other what a chicken sad shit. Boy, dude. Yeah, yeah, that is chicken shit. That yeah. is fucking yeah. piece of shit, if anything. No. Yeah. I mean, and that and the thing is, you know, it's on him, man. He ruined his own professional wrestling career, dude. And yeah. he was on the way up, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, I can understand the Elga thing, and I don't care about that per se. It's just more, I don't like his attitude of how he handled things. He could have gone about it a lot better, uh, personally. I absolutely agree with you. And that's what but, I thought. I hope he doesn't get offended with me. You know what I mean? No, nah, I don't care. Yeah. Fuck you, <laughs> Jimmy. You're off the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anything else that happened this week that we want to talk about? Uh, there was one more. Oh, um, Jerry's show coming back, it seems. John. Oh. Do you understand what I meant by that? The yeah, yeah, the whole On Chris Dynamite Jericho. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. get fucking ratings, bro. Look, 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 at this <laughs> point like at this point. <laughs> at what point does Chris Jericho like recognize that I can only reinvent myself so much? I can only call back so much nostalgia. I need to just kind of like, you know, make my way. Uh, yes, Retro Rocket, Chris, Big Show, and Jericho was, is the operative that word that you used in that sentence there, was awesome. Uh, Big Show I today. I liked back in the day. I did, for sure. I'm not saying I didn't. I'm just saying the operative word in that statement was awesome. Like, right. I don't see how they can get that today, especially because the fact you've already blown the big show as Captain Insano. Um, so is he going to come out as Captain Insano um, as, you know, uh, the, uh, Jared Insano? Like, are they going to be Jared Insano, like, coming out as he's Captain Insano now because he's done the segments with that? Like, he's done at least, what, two or three segments as Captain Insano? Um, Something I, like that. I, I don't know. Like, cool. If that's the case, cool. Whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm at the point now. I'm. I'm. I'm not over Chris Jericho, but I'm over the rebrand. I like. I. I want him to just kind of. Like, I felt like this was an opportunity for him to slowly fade away, and just kind of. Um, 
you know, just kind of be just, just, you know, maybe make his yeah, way to the back yeah. commentary. I know that's the problem. He's got too much of an ego. He's not going to do it. So I don't, know. Silly self. I don't know. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. It ain't happening. No chance, yeah, I'm, no chance in hell. But other than those, it's been a slow week, really, man, to be honest. I think that mm-hmm. really covers shit. Unless, do you think CM Punk, I know we've spoken about this with Nauseam, but, uh, you know, the rumors are still there. Is he going to debut for Impact Wrestling? He didn't for uh, Bound for Glory in Chicago. But um, apparently his boy, Axe Steel, is, um, he's become a producer there, apparently. And also, is Punk going to return as Survivor Series? Uh, I'm going to say no, and I don't give a shit. Like, uh, that encompasses both questions, but like, uh, you know, well put. whether he does or not, I don't think so. Uh, first of all, I don't understand who Axe Steel is, where he came from all of a sudden, except for the biting thing. So who the he fuck is, is he? He's Punk's Why? best friend and former Okay, coach. great. So in what wrestling aspect does he have any, like, I, I've never heard the guy. I know he's nobody know. really, but you know. Right, right, right. So, uh, if you're gonna hire that guy, hell, hire the vet who's probably way smarter than that guy. Yeah, because, fuck, I agree. Hire the fucking vet. Fuck right, you. like, like I, I mean, because at least the vet won't be stupid enough to get into fights backstage with people and try to bite them. And like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> trying to bite them. The well, no, that's bite, the... though, John, make him bite. <laughs> well, but like he doesn't need. Yeah, he can bite you with his words and make you feel like shit because uh, you're being stupid. Yeah. You know, that's sure. the whole bit. You know, I mean, it, the you know, whoever. And if you're gonna give CM Punk a job because his friend works there, then you're fucking stupid. And Impact deserves to die and BTNA and, and roll away in obscurity. <laughs> and then too, at this point, who who gives a shit about CM Punk? He like oh, I don't know. Yeah, is he does he make money? Yes. Is it worth what the chaos and the fallout comes from it is? Yeah. No. Pal. Look what look what happened to AEW. Look at WWE. He's look like at everything. Pal. <laughs> look, it really is. It's it's not great. It's not great at all. And um I don't think it's worth it. So um oh oh that's a dumb take, huh? What well, then please revamp <laughs> wrestling 2K. Please tell me what a smart take on this is is because uh i'm going off of uh uh the experience that i've seen you know whoops yeah also ace was uh, ring of honor okay cool yeah they go way back man they go way 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 back yeah i know i don't i I never saw him in ring of honor so well i personally think they will get him back i do think he will appear at survive (laughs) series and i also think I know you say who cares, but I think it's good fucking business, dude. I mean, whether you like him or hate him, people are going to tune in for the whole sake to see what he's going to say. Pipe bomb. <laughs> I mean, you know he's going to do it, right? And whether WWE gets him or not, if they don't get him, I could just see that Chicago fan base chanting CM Punk before the show even gets on the air, man. Okay. And I feel like they need to deliver this for some fucking re- reason. They don't need to, but it would be one of these to AEW if they did, though. But would it? I mean, remember, Jimmy, it's I no longer it just it's no longer just WWE. It's UFC. And who says that they UFC is like, 
nah, fuck that guy. We don't want him here. He sold us well, a bill of goods, and he was a, he was an awful piece of shit that was nowhere near what you know. He was the name well, brand, but like he couldn't even he attempt to fight. Terms, though he left on good terms, it's not like they hate him. I'm but they let him go, UFC. Jimmy, because he he couldn't do shit. He was he nowhere had a three near fight to the contract, level. Dude, he had a three. He fight didn't make the three fights. All of them. He, he didn't did, make the actually. third fight. Did he? Oh no, you're Wait, right. He I made even... two. No, no, no. You're right. He made two. Was two. He yeah, made two well, fights, Jimmy. Because well, did he was you see so the last shit. fight. The last fight. I swear to God, John, I'm not kidding. Right? This is how I felt when I watched his last fight against that shit. This guy was shit himself. The guy that beat CM Punk. Yeah. He was pathetic. I truly felt at that time I would knock the shit out of both those guys. Like that's how bad that fight was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how bad CM Punk looked. That's how bad yeah. even the guy that inflicted everything on him looked. You know what I mean? Was his name Dwayne Johnson, ironically, as well? Or something like know. that? Mm -hmm. it, was, it was some weird-ass name. But anyway, the point is, the guy that beat him up was a shit fighter. Like, pathetic. And the guy that lost, which is CM Punk, looked pathetic. Pathetic. He literally yeah. made pro wrestling look like shit because of him. No other yeah. pro wrestler has lost the way he lost, bro, in MMA. Right. I mean, you're you're expecting Brock Lesnar and you got broccoli. You know, I mean, that's that's what you ended up getting with. All right. And okay, I'm telling here we you, go. John, another one right. more thing before you read this. Okay. I just want to say, even if um, I think that destroyed his career, bro, I reckon that's why he didn't come back for seven years is because of his UFC fucking losses, bro. But anyway, sorry, continue. Mm -hmm. No, so Revamp Wrestling 2K says Punk will not get away with pulling the crap he did in AEW, and there's no kids in TNA like the Hangbucks, Hang Hackman Page, and Jungle Hack Perry. Um, okay, that's an interesting take because here's the thing: TNA doesn't pay wrestlers. They have maybe five or what eight contracted what, in wrestlers in, in TNA. Oh, in TNA, uh, right? In pay. Um, right. Yeah. Then they bring in a whole bunch of local people to wrestle. Like when Shane Taylor wrestled at Impact, Shane Taylor was local talent because he lived in the area when I went to go watch that tape. But it's a big name, yeah. But they brought him in because he lived in the area. He wasn't contracted. One hundred percent. You know, I mean, they. So here's the thing: if Scott Demore can look at it and go, you know what, I don't even want to deal with this. He can bring him in for local talent, and that's it. But at best, at best. You know, I, I agree with you. Scott Demore probably has a little bit better handle on things. But if CM Punk makes him money, we see Scott Demore will suck the dick of anybody who makes him well, money. Well, uh, am I not, I'm not wrong. No, no, I'm no, not you're wrong. not wrong. Literally, yeah. you're not wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm um, not wrong. He will, he no. will, he will, he will fluff whoever if they make him money and keep him there no matter what. And so you There's just run back to the I, mean, I am a TNA fluffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but then here's the other thing: How are they going to afford it? You know, how are they? Yeah, well, that's right. They're, they're not going to be able to, and that's why it wasn't going to happen. As a matter of fact, I think Punk's ego wouldn't want that to happen. Even though apparently he was backstage though at at Bound for Glory, but he, there's no chance he's ever going to sign with them. It just, I don't see it. It's too small hey. of a stage for him. Yeah, it, 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 there's no there's no national presence. There's no distribution. I couldn't even tell you how many people watch Impact Wrestling at this point, TNA Wrestling. And then, too, why would the he do it? Thousands. Yeah, he can probably, he, again, he, 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 he's like, I want to be the, he, he's going to go back to being that big fish in a small pond like he was at Ring of Honor and like he was at AEW. 
you know. And yeah, he might pull some people there, but at the end of the day, he's going to do something, as his track record shows, that is going to mess things up, and then he's going to leave, and then what happens to that promotion? Right. You know, well, I don't know. I'm just, I, I've never man. been a punk fan. I've never been a punk fan. I, I never saw the appeal of it. I didn't. He's not like, yes, was he a great communicator? Wonderful communicator. Absolutely but was. Nothing in the ring that he did was like, oh, this is outstanding. I mean, hell, his finishing move, he stole from Kenta. That's true. That's true. <laughs> now you everybody's know? using it as a rib, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, TMA pays certain people per appearance. Uh, other people are signed contracted people. Um, they how much the reason pay right like in uh, TNA? What, what would be the average like salary there? The, I, uh, probably upper like eighties and nineties. Uh, so like for a example, year? a year. All right, that's a lot, dude, for TNA. I think right, I, it is. But you know, and that's why they only have like probably like eight or ten people who are contracted wrestlers. Now, here's the other thing they will do. So as you know, you know this, Jimmy. But Lady Frost was a friend, and she was signed with Impact Wrestling. Um, yeah. she, she was still paid per appearance, but she could not wrestle on independent shows or other things if there was any oh. kind of dis distribution whatsoever. Like if it was going so over Fight TV, internet, basically. Yeah. So and then, so then, that's why she was getting screwed. And people like when there were a whole, she was wanting to release her contract, and they just weren't printing it on TV anymore, and she couldn't wrestle like independent shows because of her contract and then they tried to say all the shit and like you and i talked about how the fact that they were like oh well you know at wrestlemania there was this and i'm like and i told her like do you need me to come out and tell them what we did at wrestlemania and how y'all stayed yeah. at my house and i took you everywhere because you didn't have places booked because you didn't have places to stay because they didn't offer to do that and that we were and they asked you to they came in after you wrestled the tna show and then they wanted you to come in at the midnight show and wrestle then as well and then you never release that show you know yeah. on top of like you know it, that kind of bullshit you do you i can do that and she's like no it's okay we're almost done i think we've got it handled um you know I, and i you know it was and and yeah they do they do their recordings like they do like i think uh like when we did the taping in dallas it was two days um and it was like i think six hours worth of tapings um yeah. that they did uh it was it was a long time four to six hours if i remember correctly because we were we were there for a while we i think we started at six and then we were done by like 10 or 11 um when we left and um and they had done the night before on a friday night they had recorded some on friday and then we did some on saturday and then it was all the tv that was taped for leading up to like bound for glory last year or something like that if i remember correctly you remember they were they would show this is for a segment to lead into this pay-per-view and that's what they would tell us as they're coming out and they get ready to announce all right this match is going to be on our regular tuesday night thing so let's get hyped um um so you know they, that's how they handle it and hey maybe that's what you want to do where you fly in somewhere you wrestle for a couple of days and then you're off for the rest of the month cool i just again i think you and i both agree that egot punk's ego and the lack of distribution way to make a name for himself i mean hey does anybody remember trinity at this point or trinity Fatu? exactly You're um she shit. signed she signed she's got a multi-year contract jordan grace is a multi-year contract 
Uh, and Trinity would be on a pretty fat contract, right? You'd think. You would think. You know, Moose right. is on a, a multi-year contract. Um, what are they doing with Moose? Oh, yeah. Um, right. Uh, how many times has he held the title? Uh, not many that I can remember that when that guy should be your juggernaut who well, never loses he was the, the title. TNA heavyweight champion, if you remember, you know, like because recently. he pulled it, he pulled it out. <laughs> he he well, didn't win now, it. But now that it's uh, TNA wrestling again, right? That would be the belt again. So, <laughs> but he was he was Mister Impact Wrestling, Jimmy, and you never gave true, him the belt. That's true. Like, that's true. That's yeah. True. How do yeah, they fuck yeah. up with Moose, bro? How do you fuck up with Moose? And they got him when he was pretty hot, bro. Coming out of Ring of Honor, if you know what I mean. Oh, and by the way, did you not see this week that TNA has announced the first official signing for TNA Wrestling was PCO? Wow. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It was a picture of Scott DeMore shaking hands with PCO. He's like, this is our announcement of our first talent that's being signed for TNA Wrestling, and it's PCO. (laughs) Nothing against PCO, and he's a fucking legend, bro, for real, right? But yeah. come on, PCO. How old is the guy? Fifty-eight. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. And look, and like I'm impressed because, like I said, I told you that would, they did it like a street he's fight thing. He's still a great worker, man. He's still a great, yeah, worker, no doubt. And he's like, reinvented they, himself, no, no doubt about it. Oh, it was uh Heath. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I got kids. Heath. It was Heath versus oh, PCO Heath Slater, in a, in a street fight. He's Heath Slater, and I got yeah. kids. And like they yeah. did some crazy shit. Like they did some real crazy shit. And I give my hat to him. The PCO is a fucking madman for that. He's if a nothing madman, else. But I guess he's also seen as one for the future in TNA wrestling. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, apparently. Oh. That's that's their first signing. That was that was on their Instagram this week, I think, or something like that. But anyway, anyway, all right. Well, I'm at fifty nine percent battery, so let's go ahead and get started. And it's a it's 11 o'clock. We've been going for an hour. Let's talk some SmackDown. Let's talk last night. Let's be honest, Jimmy. If we're going to start from the show, I'm going to be honest from the beginning. I had it in my head. This was the go-home show. Because here's the here's what they it said was, all night. Like, I, I felt oh, like no, this was not, the go-home. It's not. It's not. Because it's a week from today that right, they're going to be in Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, Saturday, a week from Saturday. Yes, you're right. But here's my thing. Now that Triple H is in control, are we not going to get some kind of bullshit like oh like tomorrow and like it's gonna be hey this is a tape show everything we did we did the week before and you know we just wanted to have some fun before crown jewel like i if anything this felt like a true go home show before pay-per-view which is going to be next saturday at one o'clock in Riyadh. no shit yeah? dude i i thought it was the go home show too but you're right it's a week from today you know um so that is I understand when I looked at this, knowing that it's a week away, um, uh, knowing that we have a week till, um, you know, Crown Jewel, I looked at this as the true go home show because I don't ever count, especially when they're going to Crown Jewel or, or someplace overseas and they're like, oh, this is the go home, but they're still in the same time slot, right? Um, and by the way, uh, I did not pay a ton of attention to this game. Or to this this uh this the show because World Series game one and uh-huh. my Texas Rangers let's go uh win game one on on a walk-off fucking homer in the eleventh inning, uh-huh. Jimmy. That's Jimmy, nice. That's we nice. were we were down five nice. to three in the bottom of the ninth. 
Corey fucking what? Big Ball Seager hits really? a two-run homer to tie it. Two-run wow. homer to tie it. And then, so we go to the 10th, we go to 11th, Adolis Garcia really, comes only up. only nine innings, right? In, yeah. In a normal so, game, right, yeah, yeah. In a normal game. So we're in extra innings. So we go 10th, we go 11th, Adolis Big Nuts Garcia shows up, and he <laughs> takes one opposite field, home run, fucking awesome. Like, like my kick goes over for work, price. and like, so he got to see that we're high fiving each other for the ninth inning, and then again for the eleventh inning. We're like, yeah, let's fucking go. So it was dope. So I was doing some flipping back and forth, but most of my attention was on last night's game one of the World Series with the oh, Texas Rangers great. taking game one over the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, uh, by the way, tickets—if you want a decent tickets for that game—would you like to know how much a ticket costs to go to the World oh, Series? I, I, mean? I, I, I could imagine, dude, because it'd be similar to our grand final that we call it, which is our like Australian Rules Football World Series, if you know what I mean. The, okay. the finals. What but, are the finals? Um, what's, what's a ticket? What is it for you guys? Well, for example, for me, I've been to one, which is hard, dude, because usually corporate and business related, all the tickets go okay. to corporate, man. You know what right. I'm saying? It's real hard. To As get it happens here. Right. But when I went, I had to go into a ballot, and because I was the season ticket holder of my team that made it all the way there, I ended up playing peanuts, really. But if I was just a general, if I was coming off the street, just a general public, right? Dude, you're paying up to a thousand these days, bro. Right now, if not more, sometimes to get a ticket. Mm. And plus, scalpers—they're pricks, bro. Because <laughs> those type of games yeah. sell out like that in two seconds. Yeah. Uh, okay, a thousand. Um, yeah. Okay, I could. I can tell you this right now. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go to because uh, this was on the news yesterday. Um, Premium level seats. Uh, okay, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm look. I'm pulling up StubHub right now to find season to find seats. Right. Um, let's say for tonight. I'm gonna look for tonight. StubHub. Uh, I'm gonna get two tickets. Uh, okay. Would you like to know how much standing room only tickets are, Jimmy? Don't tell me five k or ten k. $500 just to stand. Oh, yeah, just I was to gonna stand. Say, no, yeah, that's expensive. Just for standing room, that's fine. Like, like, some that's a thousand tickets, bucks like, Australian right there, pretty much. 500. So, like, more. some really nice seats. If you're in the upper decks, you're between five and a thousand dollars in the upper decks. If you want to go to the lower sections, you're looking oh, at, you a, you're looking at ten thousand dollars. Shit, ten grand. For the lower, mm -hmm. yeah, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Look, like, I'm happy that I've even gone to you know our equivalent, right? Because right. it's just it's hard, dude. You know what I mean? Like, but god damn it, man! If I was to go nowadays, and obviously it's the same for you, you'd be paying out of your ass, man. If you're not yeah. like a season ticket holder, that you've guaranteed almost tickets, and even that you're not, you go in a ballot. Uh, man, it's and you're still paying bro. for parking, Jimmy. You're still paying for parking. You got to get there. There's no mass transit, so you got to go there. You got to park. You got to figure all that out, Jimmy. Like I don't, I couldn't even begin to understand. Like, like I love baseball, right? I love baseball. It's Texas Rangers. It's here in my hometown. It's it's Game Two World Series bucket list for me. Like I would want to go to a World Series in general. That's what I'm period. saying, right? Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, um, uh, like. 
it is ridiculous. I mean, of course, it's a brand new stadium. Jimmy, they unveiled new food items for this week's for the World Series. They have a $250 hot dog. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah. Come like, on, we bro. already... We already have Are you this thing called the now, boot. Dude? No, 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 no. I'm look. Okay, fine. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, uh, this $200 hot dog, right? Is this from the stadium, like itself? Yeah, it's at it's at the stadium. Why the Texas. fuck? Other than being the World Series, why the fuck is it 200 bucks? Has it got golden fucking hot dogs or like, <laughs> like seriously, did the Queen shit it out or what? I mean, okay, ready? Here, here we go. It's uh. There is, it's called the six foot sandwich set designed to feed a small group of fans costs a whopping $250. So what exactly will $250 get you? Leading off the order is a three strike lobster roll featuring lobster and beef tenderloin served in a soft color roll. Um, so this is everything that comes with it. All right. Uh, uh, then there's the boomstick burger, which is a two foot long beef patty covered in nacho cheese, chili, jalapenos and onion rings. Riding out the set is a two foot long boomstick hot dog covered oh, in nacho cheese, God. chili, and hopalina. So yeah, it's two hundred. You're getting three sandwiches, but it's two fifty for the Come entire on, thing because you're getting a two foot uh, hamburger patty and a two foot hot dog with a uh, let's see what does it say here a six foot oh and then two foot lobster roll. So it's a six foot sandwich with with uh, here. Uh, let me see. This is what it looks like. It looks good, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's those three sandwiches. It's basically three. It's three two foot long sandwiches kind of with each other. Right. But come on, so, man. That's not worth 250 bucks, bro. Right. But th- because if you're going to pay $10,000 for a seat, you might as well just pay the 250. Oh, well, yeah. If you can afford 10 grand just for the fucking game, then fuck yeah. Why not? Right. I mean, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want so, my ass with hundreds, bro. What are you talking about? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then. Like it says, it's meant to serve like a small group of people. Uh, that's that's three two foot long sandwiches. That that could probably feed like six to eight people, like you know, minimum. I would say eight minimum. But it better plane, be but... like I mean, the most quality of quality meat when it comes to the hot dog, bro. Yeah, no, like I think they're be. getting from what I read, they're getting like wagyu beef for the hot dog and for the oh wow, well, if that's the case, and for the fuck. hamburger and all that stuff. So. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Now, now, now yeah. I can understand why it's that expensive because yeah, wagyu beef is really that expensive, bro. When you think about it, oh yeah, yeah, no, it is. But like, I mean, here's the thing: I'm content sitting drinking a Topo Chico uh, at my house and watching it on TV and having just as good a time, yeah, or man, going to a local yeah. sports bar. Um, but like, if somebody came to me and said, "Hey, I got these tickets. Do you want to go?" Fuck yeah, I'm doing it. Like, I'm gonna go if I'm given tickets to go. Um, Fuck yeah, bro, absolutely. I'm gonna do it. To. What do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'll I'll brave the traffic and the and everything. But like, even like right next to it. So where they built the the stadium, World Life Stadium, is right next to Jerry World, the, the Dallas Cowboys right? play. Oh, well, it's okay, right next right. to the old one, and then yeah. and then Jerry World, where Dallas, where the Dallas Cowboys plays, right there too. So they have this big venue in between called Texas Live, and they showed people there last night. We're watching with on the giant screen TVs. It's like a giant bar, outdoor seating, all that fun stuff, and people were going nuts there too because they're right by the ballpark. So uh, it's cool, a, man. So you not only have to fight the traffic with stadium for that, but also for Texas Live and all that, and the tickets just to get in there for Texas Live were something like two to five hundred dollars. 
to get into the, the atmosphere just for the feeling. <laughs> go to a fucking bar to watch the game wow. one. I mean, it was, it's ridiculous. Christ, bro. Yeah, that's but that's nuts. but that's World Series fever for you right now here in but, Texas. But, but that's it, man, and I and I get it. But every year is just yeah. gonna go up and up and up, bro. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's it's like, like so I was telling I was telling some kids the other day when we were talking about you know I worked on talk, talking about stuff. I said cost of living five years ago is way different than it is now. Like I could like if I had my salary now that I had five years ago, I'd be better off than I would be now. Like, it's just 100%. not even funny. It's not even funny. No, okay. All right. right. Let's talk this SmackDown. Let's talk this <laughs> go home show. We're what well, we're calling lovingly calling this the go home show for, for crown jewel. Uh, last night, October 27th, 2023 at the, uh, preserve forum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin with Michael Cole, Corey Graves and Kevin Patrick on commentary. Um, Kevin Patrick can still get fucked. He can go away. <laughs> Um, yeah, I cannot stand this. Magic. Yeah, um, I'm sure you're a wonderful man. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to I'm exactly. sure you're. Oh, look, his his Irish accent is and it's so awful. Like it's, it's not even. <laughs> it's like yeah, like it's like he's trying to be American Irish, and it's just yeah, uh, yeah. I noticed that. that. That that's kind of annoying too, bro. I thought of that too, man. Yeah, like, you're right. I thought, but then I thought I was tripping. I was gonna bring yeah. it up for now. They're gonna think I'm tripping. But you just nah. said it. As an American, you said it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So we start off the show, interestingly enough, with a contract signing. We have Roman Reigns walking out with Paul Heyman. And LA Knight is yeah. uh, music hits as he's about to come out. And so they do the whole thing. Oh, dude, I love it. Paul Heyman sets up that he moves the chair from LA Knight's side to put it at the head of the table from Roman Reigns and LA Knight to sit down in it. Like, that yeah, was thanks, awesome, man. dude. Appreciate I love the way he did all that. The way he just look, didn't acknowledge um, Roman Reigns, bro, was great. Yes. Look, for four contract signings, it broke down like it always does. But up until the point of the breakdown, I enjoyed everything up to it because, again, LA Knight was, was great. Look, bringing up some of the old stuff like Facts of Life, Gravy Train, yeah. like some of his old TNA stuff, Suffering Second Tashin. Um, Roman Reigns, like, yep. uh, look, basically just annoying the shit out of him to where he broke, to where it made sense. Like, I guess this is this is the thing. Yes, contract signings always break down, but it made sense because because um, L.A. Knight was being such a dickhead to Roman in a good way, though. Like, Roman right. deserved the needling, and he like he's getting him to like do these things. And and needle him and 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 get him to go. Oh, okay. Let's you know. I I'm finally just gonna go. Here we go. We're gonna. I'm gonna make you suffer for it. So it made sense in that aspect. I enjoyed that part of it. Um, then you had the breakdown. You know, and typical. That's what. But, you know, it was typical. It was fine. And of course, Jimmy comes in and tries to do Jimmy things, and Jimmy is just acting all wacko and shit. Guy. You're good, Oos. You're good. Yeah. And then and then he goes to a table. I wonder why. Fuck. No, gee, because you're a fucking idiot, Jimmy. But he's become like the 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 sort of like a dopey idiot, though. I feel like. Yeah, and that's because that's what he is. He's kind of he kind of yeah, is. Too. You're kind of right. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Jimmy is no, a dopey right. idiot. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to. Keep my battery on my other device from fading, so I'm putting on whatever and closing a whole bunch of stuff so that I can have my notes. Is um, 
like I said, I didn't watch this whole thing all the way That's through. I just took notes. Okay. Um, so, but this was, a, I mean, I'm going to, so like this segment to me was kind of 50 50 because I really enjoyed the everything up until the smog and the breakdown. And I, I would have been fine if they had a stare off and like even like not do the whole like throw the table or whatever, but like do something where it looks like Roman's going to do something and LA Knight's ready. And then they just kind of both back off and walk away. I felt that would have been a better moment than this. Um, but I get what you're trying to do too, because you you have Jimmy hanging around, um, you know, um, and it was one thing. But that was my thoughts on this segment, Jimmy. What did you think? I thought it was a pretty good segment until Jimmy fucking fucked it up. I, I felt like Jimmy, yeah. it was unnecessary. But like you said, I get it because that was them setting up the match later on in the evening. So whatever, yeah. I get it. Cool and whatnot. But here's well, the one thing I do want to say this. Uh, sorry, Jimmy. I'm, I got to think about this. I was looking at my notes. One thing I noticed. No, you're right. Like, like having all this in the ring made such a difference. Like, because like they weren't going to fuck around with him. He gets the contract. He takes it to the back. And then now that's when shit starts to happen. Right. Like they weren't going to fuck around with Nick out there. But then sure. because it's, it's like they're already establishing. They understand and respect Nick Aldis for who he is and that this is this is what we're doing. And so he is the authority. We're going to respect that. It feels like they're already giving him the respect he deserves as the authority figure, I felt like. No, I agree. Actually, no one's disrespected Nick Aldis so far mm-hmm. since he's made his return. Well, Except well, for Adam Pierce. Right. Well, see, but even Pierce, to a lesser extent, they kind of still give him that respect. Like, I'm sure the, the casual fan doesn't realize who Adam right. Pierce is and his history and whatnot. But the wrestlers kind of, you know, give right. a nod to his background. And hey, man, yeah, sure, he didn't make it to WWE. And yeah, true story, he knocked back a WCW contract. That's a true story. Um, mm-hmm. Because he, he believed in his worth. But whether that was a good thing or not, I don't know. But they did die not long after that. But the point is, he's, he, for a guy on the indies, he's had a pretty long and great career for an indie, mm-hmm. predominantly indie guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, this was, uh, I thought it was an interesting opening segment. Um, it took you through a lot and I thought it was, I thought it was good overall. I mean, I think there was some hiccups along the way, but uh, for a go home show is not bad. Yeah. See, you keep saying go home show and it's not, but you reminded me too. And it's not even the go home show, but it felt like it, like you said, and I even thought it was, but as far as the segment goes, look, I loved everything about it. What sort of gets to me is the fact that we both know that LA Knight ain't going to win the championship. Mm-hmm. And that kind of bothers me. I feel like it's too quick, too soon. Even though I like I like what I see so far. But, you know, where does he go after he loses to Roman? He goes straight down to US Intercontinental level? No, do, but do I think what, I mean? what happens... Yeah, but I think what this does is this sets up that he can be in that moment and that this sets him up to be a Royal Rumble contender. Right? Let's be honest, Jimmy. Is he going to win the Rumble, though? That's the thing. If he gets in the Final Four, then yeah, sure. I guess that still puts him over. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I could like, I could see him being a Gunter this year or being something along those lines that's where he comes deal. in early and yeah, and then comes in later, you know, and, and last to the Final Four. I, like, I feel like at this point, with the popularity of the character 
And the way, look, the pops he gets and the reaction he gets, you can't fake that. That's not, it's it's undeniable. And so you can even, like, this doesn't hurt him because here's the thing. He's getting the rum from Roman. It's going to be in Saudi Arabia. So it's not like it's like at a, uh, a stateside pay-per-view, right? It's it's Saudi Arabia. It's a bunch. Uh, But, and then if nothing else, this just motivates him for now. Then, then he can work his way to Royal Rumble, right? You could tell, you could set up stories with Jimmy and Solo and, you know, things along those lines. Like, think about this, right? Um, you know, John Cena is facing Solo, which we'll talk about later. And in Crown Jewel, Solo wins and is going to beat up John Cena. LA Knight comes out for the same. That's a that's a great rub. That's a passing of the torch. If John Cena is talking about, you know, retirement and things along those lines. Of course, right. You know, and getting the rub for that to help with the. And, and then, of course, Kevin Owens is on SmackDown now, which we'll talk about later. Um, there's all kinds of things you could do where you can keep him relevant and in that same process, you know, have him going against the bloodline, but have people to help and have those things along those lines, but still keep him hot and then that individual title. Like, I, I think him, and, like, and I'm not even saying win the Rumble, Jimmy. That's not what I said. I said a Rumble, Royal Rumble contender, like where he's no, serious. Sure. Like, you're him and Cody and like, oh, I Look, boy, I can see them getting it, but I really feel like they can give it to to LA Knight too, you know? Well, yeah, look, what I can see them doing now that you bring up the Rumble is him starting at number one or two and then lasting till the final four and then just, you know, doesn't have that last little, you know, ounce of energy mm-hmm. to move forward. Oh, yeah. And Aaron, and by the way, hey, Aaron, hope you're doing well. I'm glad you're safe Absolutely. and uh, everything along those lines. Uh, and he says, at the moment, personal opinion, he thinks he's a better chaser than a champion. Uh, for and I'm assuming he's talking about LA Knight. So I agree uh, with that actually. And and so why not extend the chase? You know, that's the, I guess that's my whole point. You need to you need to see him with the big dog for him to chase the big dog. That's you know, true too, for sure. You know, so this is a good opportunity because again, it's it's crown crown jewel. Everybody's been like, Ugh, Saudi Arabia show, blood money show, whatever. So there's not a ton of stock put in these shows, right? And, and let's be honest, changes do happen. I mean, they do happen, but I'm just saying it's not like if it was at a SummerSlam or a Royal no, Rumble. No, no, or, but still, shit of significance still does happen in you know in Saudi, man. Whether whether you like it or not, it does. I understand. Look, of the, look, I'm, and I'm gonna put this out here, Jimmy. I'm I'm saying it right now. Mark this date. This is what? October 28th of 2023. More likely, Logan Paul will beat Rey Mysterio than, than LA Knight beating Roman oh, Reigns. In no, Saudi Logan Arabia. Paul is winning in Saudi Arabia, yeah. I think. There's yeah. a uh, spoiler alert. 100%, uh, bro. Ray ain't winning you're, that match. That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's is that a what you're saying? That's a spoiler right now. 100%. <laughs> hey, I've been good on my predictions lately, man. Very good. So yeah, mark, but mark that down. But Logan are you doing Paul it in to the become your new. Group? You're not doing it in the Hummy Media Group. I'm pick-ums, not. I so. never play. I never play the pickems. I know, dude. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, uh, I want you know, to, but then I forget about it, and yeah, it's weird. But that's where you have Saudi Arabia, Jimmy. That's where you have that. Like, unless you're going to hot shot the world heavyweight title, which they're not going to do. Um, and I'm look. I'm going to say this, and this is going to be controversial. I will say this. It's more likely that Seth Rollins will lose to Drew McIntyre, then Mm. Roman Reigns will lose to LA Knight. 
Roman Reigns ain't losing to LA Knight. There's there's another spoiler. That's just not happening. Right. But I'm just what I'm saying. And he stands a chase. But I can more likely see Seth Rollins losing to Drew McIntyre than I can Roman Reigns losing. Uh, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. that one's a hard one. I'm gonna have to get back that's to my, you on look, that one next week. Again, again, that's my prediction. I'm I'm setting it. I'm locking it now. Now. Lock it um, in. Wait. Lock it next in. week. Next week when we do the smack attack. Isn't that going to be in the middle of Crown Jewel? Uh, Crown Jewel starts at noon at my time, which is like, I think it's okay, a one o'clock right. Eastern start time. And we start at so, 10, usually your time. We start at 10 and we uh, sometimes end by one. That's uh, true. My time. Yeah. That's true. Like that's it's, true. it's, uh, it's 11 right now. So like everyone <laughs> in by noon, we got to wrap this shit up real quick. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so, no bullshit, no whatever. Um, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out next week. Um, we yeah, could Jimmy fine. do. We could well no because y'all do the collision on Sundays. So I was gonna say we could push well, everything to Sunday. Um, I uh, said we could push. It doesn't bother me. It depends on the time you want. But yeah, usually the collision or the wreckage is on at right. ten a.m. Central. Right. Uh, Eleven a.m. Yeah. Eastern. When it comes to that on a Sunday morning, yeah. and that's Chris's deal. So. Right, I would have kept it at the same time, so I, but I don't want to interfere with that. So that's, and so we'll figure it out. We'll we'll talk about it later, and we'll get it done. So, uh, not a big deal. Uh, but so then after after this segment, we had Santos Escobar, uh, and your favorite Carlito, uh, Ooh, versus the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, uh, with Bobby Lashley there. Um, uh, look, I'm gonna be honest. This match was not what I expected it to be. I expected a little bit more out of this one. I expected, look, I expected a lot more out of this one, and I feel like this one did not deliver what it, what I anticipated. Um, right, right. Personally, it felt flat. It felt very flat. Oh, it was definitely flat. Like there was no chemistry until Carlito left. Like, which it felt that sounds weird, but it felt like Carlito was the stumbling block because once Santos, once Carlitos left. It was Santos against both Street Profits. It felt like business picked up, and there was a lot more chemistry. Um, but when Carlito was in the ring, it felt weird, you know. Sure. Like, you know, and then like the the, the whole thing, the the, the the whole moment was weird because like you have a wrestling match, then you're cutting to Rey Mysterio having an interview, who gets jumped by Logan Paul in the middle of the match, and of course the wrestlers see that. So then Santos goes. No, go help Ray. I've got this in the middle of a tag match. And they play it right in the middle of a match, right? On the fucking Tron. Right. Yeah. It's like, so fucking dumb, really. But like whatever. this was a this was AEW booking right now. I yeah, think Triple H went a little aid. Trent, Trent took a little bit of uh, Tony Khan's snoot of his cocaine <laughs> uh for this one. A little bit. I did not I like like and it didn't help that the match wasn't doing anything because it almost like and I guess here's here's where it felt flat. Now that I look back on this and seeing this, it's like Carlito knew he was going to leave early. And so therefore it was that that was what the hindrance was. Cuz he was just like going through the motions knowing I'm going to be leaving to go Carlito's help Ray. Go. <laughs> yeah. Carlito got to go. Yeah, cuz man, <laughs> what Logan Paul did, that is not cool. That is One not punch, cool, man. Bro. One punch. Yeah. All right, but yeah, you're right. I, I read in my notes as a matter of fact that that was kind of cheap. Like real cheesy as fuck. Yeah. The way that that all happened, especially the way Carlito just ran off and Santos Escobar going, Carlito, 
go check on the ray like, quick yeah i've got yeah. this i've got this and it's like no you don't so yeah he, he <laughs> leaves you're done and that's it you're you know? so fucked <laughs> because now it's not only it's not only yeah. you and the street province oh but by the way bobby Lashley's on the outside too <sighs> so you know um but at the end of the day this this was a match so street profits get the win shocker because here's the thing here's the thing like they've never had an interview in the middle of a match before like what the hell was that like like it was like, like a it, big boss was watching over over them you know what i mean putting him under pressure yeah. to get the fucking win it was just it was dumb bro this was yeah. literally wrestle crap yeah, I don't intentional know. I, wrestle crap too mind you <laughs> yeah this, it wasn't this meant was to be funny <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I agree. This is intentional wrestle crap for a hundred percent sure. So, but uh, it is what it is, man. But yeah, we kind of this is already a bad way to get him booked. I don't like this. And uh, the street profits now, I didn't watch anything last week, right? But is is this week the first time they debuted their new entrance thing? Uh, no, I think they did it last week too. I don't, okay. I let Jimmy. Well, I'm glad I've, I'm I've happy slept and I had a busy week, so I, I can't <laughs> remember. But yes, well, uh, whether know. last week or this week is the case, I'm glad they finally did it because it's been a long time coming, and at least yeah. it kind of suits them as heels. Um, so I'm happy well, with that. And what but... did I tell you? What did I tell you, Jimmy? It's going to take time because, like last, like last night, they talked about right, how that was my was more last. Focused. Yeah, I was pissed yeah. off about that the last time we discussed this. Right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it's going to take time. They're slowly working their way. They're ingratiating themselves with Bobby Lashley. We had that, you know. Uh, thing uh, where hey, you know, if you boys don't shape up, I'm gonna take the suits. Y'all don't, you know, y'all don't deserve this. If y'all aren't gonna be what you know, uh, you need to listen to me and you do what I tell you because you know all that kind of stuff. And and let's be honest, Dawkins was the issue, and you know he's come around. He's like well, focused and, and cerebral, and you know I think um, you know that's that's the whole bit of it. Um, now uh, Charles says this. He says Carlito is booked wrong. Here's my thoughts, exactly. Charles. Let's go. Let's. Uh, good morning, by the way, Charles. Good to see you this morning. morning. Glad you yeah. joined us. Hey, uh, he's got country boy I'm just gonna quickly get a drink. Quickly. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, here, here's go back to your your, your how he's booked wrong. I I understand what you're saying, but remember, Carlito's a heel, right? Carlito was the heel the last we saw him. Carlito's always been a heel. LWO is not a heel faction right now. They are a babyface faction, and they're led by the ultimate babyface of Rey Mysterio, right? Let's say this. Let's say you know this happened. Rey's usually the one that getting him into things. Rey's kind of the problem. What if? What if all of this is to get to a point where Carlito? Let's say Rey loses in Saudi Arabia, right? Let's say now Rey, you know, because Rey has gotten gotten them into some stuff. That maybe they don't want to get into. Ray has been the one to kind of get him into things. Ray is the baby face. Ray's all that. Carlito's not a baby face. We build all these things up to where eventually, I think Jimmy said this, Carlito comes in and takes out Ray to become the new leader of the LWO because and makes it back to a heel faction because that's where Santos Escobar is a natural. That's where the LWO or, or Phantasma El Delgado is, is a natural. Zelina Vega is best as a, as a, as a, uh, a heel, and we, she could just fuck off. Um, really, we don't need her, you know. Especially Gosh, if you've got Santos Escobar, those two, uh, 
you know, Joaquin and, and Torres. Yeah, where were those fucking and, idiots? Why weren't they there? That, like, because they're fucking that. idiots, Jimmy. Exactly. <laughs> but then you, you harden you harden the LW up with Carlito as the leader or Santos as the leader as, and Carlito as the enforcer. And then now you have a serious, you know, you go back to you have a serious heel tag and then Ray's out and Ray lives is whatever. Um, so I, that's my thought. Maybe that's what they're doing. But again, um, sometimes Jimmy and I are smarter than the people in WWE. So um, just saying, hire us. We can make it real simple and easy and, and how to go right that route. Um, so the Street Profits win. We have this, you know, whatever. And then we go to this backstage segment where we see Romans is sitting down. And then, of course, Paul Heyman does his plug for the NFL slash WWE title belt. And he grabs a championship belt with the Green Bay Packers logo on it. And Roman asks, what is that? Um, he says, he'll give it to LA Knight because it's the closest he'll come. Uh, he and the Green Bay Packers will get to a title. And, of course, that's cheap heat because they're Green in. Bay's an institution, though, man, regardless. What, and, and they're in Milwaukee, which is, like, I think I an hour like from it. Green Bay. So, right. like, of course, it's cheap heat for the area. And then Jimmy walks in and jumps onto the couch, and Roman asks, what's he doing? He says he was with the trainer, and Roman asks him once more, what's he doing? Jimmy said he ran the play. He called an audible. Roman says he ran the wrong play, and that he had to get rid of LA Knight tonight. He tells Heyman to speak with Nick Aldis. So um, that's how our main event match happens of LA Knight versus Jimmy Uso. Because, you know, he was on IRR, but he's not on IRR anymore because Roman said so. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we have another backstage. Look, dude, this was the night of backstage segments and people talking and and uh, whew, like this is this was an exhausting night a little bit. Um, but again, knowing that it's a go home show, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, so we have Logan uh, Paul walking mind, backstage. It's not a go home show, <laughs> but it is. Like I think it is. Next, I think I. Next I think week, next week. I know we do, but I think they're gonna not pull, try to pull that dumb shit of saying that they're live. I think they're gonna say, "Hey, we take this." I think they're gonna, they're gonna do something like that. Yeah, because you know? there were two weeks in Milwaukee. They were in Milwaukee last week too, weren't they? No. You sure? No, they they were in Dallas on Raw on Monday. Not Raw. And I'm talking about SmackDown. SmackDown was in San Antonio, bro. Oh, okay, all right. That's weird. All right. They no made us. They made us. They made a small Texas loop where they went to San Antonio and then they were in Dallas. So okay, yeah, I didn't that's right, fucker. Yeah. Let's so go. what about next week's show? Does that mean it's again for Milwaukee because it's taped? I would imagine so, but you know, it's going to be such surely, a nothing show for sure, though. Like you said, yeah, no, you're right. Like it, like it makes me wonder if we should even cover it. Like honestly, like yeah. I'll still watch it to kind of see if the if the World Series isn't gone to Game Seven or something like that. Then That's if it's Game That's Seven. Cool. Like if it's game seven of the World Series, I ain't watching shit on SmackDown. No, My channel yeah. is not changing uh for that. So uh so but I mean I think I think it, it Jimmy, honestly, if I'm thinking about it, it may be better to where we maybe do a SmackDown after Crown Jewel. I don't know. Where we um, sort of review Crown Jewel? Yeah. How yeah. about we turn that into that? We can turn it into a review show for Crown Jewel. We could do that um, after Crown oh, Jewel. Well. So call it the Crown yeah. Attack. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> no, all like uh, the Saudi the, Attack. It sounds bad. You know what I mean? The Smack, the Smack Jewel. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. like so, why not? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, we'll we'll talk about that. That's programming we can talk about. Um, yes, you can. And Aaron, you can I say Hispanic? Uh, yes, Aaron, you can say Hispanic. <laughs> um, yes. 
You You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Poor like, guy. The fact that he like, has to ask that, though. <laughs> I know. It's so sad. Like That would be like Aaron. That would, I guess here, Aaron, let me equate it to the, the same. That would be like, is it okay if I called you Israeli? Like, or called you Jewish? Jew. Like, would that be? A, right, yeah. Or Hebrew? Like, it, it's 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 part, like, most people will say Hispanic. Like, um, Hispanic is not derogatory. It's good. It's all right. You can say that. Yeah. It's like saying, am yeah. I allowed to say black man? You can. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever you do, don't call Latinos Lat Latinx. Like they hate that shit. Like oh, uh, most puto. Latinos. Say, hey, what up, puto? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a curse word. It's a curse word, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, you're basically calling him a pussy, but like, well, you're, um, you're calling him a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a bitch pussy kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But like, like, yeah, like that's just their nationality. So. Um, yeah, you're good, dude. You're totally good. You, you can say Hispanic, man. Yeah. Like I read your comment, and then I'm like, why is he saying can I say Hispanic? Because I went back and read it again. I'm like, oh, okay, I see where he said Hispanic, but like, why? Like, I'm. It's funny. Um, well, you know, yeah, he's from Israel. You know what I'm saying? He's probably not sure, especially when it comes to the way American stuff is. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's probably not yeah. not too sure, but it's all good. No, I get that. Ben. I get that. You're all good, brother. Yeah, you. Yeah, Mister Shlomo. Um, yeah. anyway, all right. Uh, well, I was getting ready to talk about the next thing, but my iPad died. So, Jimmy, oh. do you have it? Do you, what, what's the next thing after the Roman Reigns backstage segment? Well, now that you told me that, I should have things uh loaded up. So, give me a moment okay. while I get to that because I left my notebook where the TV is, which is weird. So, give me a moment. Yeah. while i bring well, like, something yeah because last last night i was like oh uh, i was gonna take i'm gonna take notes on my ipad that'll be fine and i, well, I think to it was the shotsy match though to be honest after that oh uh, it, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i could be wrong look i watched check. i watched literally 30 to 45 seconds and i was like nope so what was i would the last rather thing? go back and watch commercial what, what oh i watched the, the whole last... thing right yeah no no it's... i know i know you did just flip back and forth. We're talking about the Rey Mysterio part the last time, right? No, we talked about Roman Reigns and how Jimmy oh, yeah, yeah, uh, was yeah, the right. trainer. Well, and did we, talk the whole... about, we didn't talk about uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller making their entrance. Oh. <laughs> and Kevin uh, Owens. Which was, right, which was fucking pretty funny, bro. Yes, yeah, Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, and, was and honestly, it? I'm starting to love these two together i don't know why but I, I feel like they're gelling and the fact that kevin owens punched punched them both with one punch i know it's a joke right and it sort of makes it but i kind of like it hello yeah oh got, i'm waiting for you to say something and then fucking oh, say, oh. it doesn't matter yeah, yeah no it's fine no i like i know i thought that was hilarious i love the the idea like the he had the misfit shirt on and um you know someone's like oh dope shirt and then uh, we had uh what is it uh dragon lee joey mercury backstage yeah yeah but then oh, no, with like no, joey mercury mercury it was uh fucking what's the other little fucking oh my god Whoever. jamie something jamie something bro. jamie noble name? jamie noble jamie noble, noble. Jamie that's, noble. It. that's it that's yeah it. yeah what's wrong yeah. with me today uh, damn it 
Yeah. Uh, so Jamie Noble, is, he's like, hey, do you think I can punch him all the way? He's like, oh, yeah, I feel like you're good. Like, like the fact that he just said it, he's like supposed to be a backstage producer, right? And then, but he's feeding into this. And then we had that. And then we had the Dragon Lee segment, which, okay, cool. You interviewed him. Uh, and then after look, that, we went straight to the match between Chelsea Green and Shotzi Blackheart. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was like all over. The- but then we had a video segment before all this. That was what Chelsea Green and Shotzi with Nick, and that was what from last week saying that they're going to have a match. Yes, yeah, like before I thought that all was that? from this week, and then I got confused because she was wearing red, yeah. and she was wearing per- yeah, and I'm thinking yeah. wasn't that from this week? And when did she change to purple? Right. Yeah. I was like, I, what the I, fuck? I got so confused on when that was because maybe that was last week, maybe that was this week, they but didn't then that say was before last week. I am telling yeah. you how they did it, bro. They fucking did it. I, don't, I don't remember seeing a logo or, you know, sometimes I'll put a logo last week or whatever. They, I didn't see didn't anything like that. And then they had these other segments between the match. And that's where I got super confused because I thought, okay, well, we're going to have Dragon Lee next. And then uh, then it was the Chelsea Green Shotzi match, which, okay, whatever. Yay, Shotzi got to oh, win. I love Chelsea, man, but she's a fucking loser, man. When, when she's in a singles match, she can never win. But I think that's the running joke, right? It's like she, she like needs. The whole time? Yeah, I think that's the whole bit because because you know when she's it's like her and Piper together on a tag team act, they cheat and they find ways to win. But when it's her by herself, she can't do the same things. And of course, Jimmy, 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 remember, Shotzi Jimmy, is in the height yeah. of Jimmy. Remember, Shotzi is in the height of her Halloween powers right now, right? Oh, I mean, right. she just that's had true. Halloween Havoc. Halloween is next Tuesday. So that means she's going to have to get a win Monday at Raw if she wrestles because she is that. I mean, she is close to the peak of her Halloween powers uh, then. And then after that, she falls off again. So we we roll her out for Halloween and then um, where she's she the of her. Yeah. And, and, and then so I don't like it, bro. I don't like it. Not one bit. And I understand why she cut her hair off. And honestly, I used to find her attractive with her hair. Now it's just, it's like, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's just you know, like, but I mean, I never liked her as like her character was somewhat engaging when she had the take and everything. Now it's just like it's so muddled and lost. I don't know how to take her character. Well, what is she? Um, Who is she? What is she really like? What is she? I, I have no spooky. idea what she is. She's a, she's supposed to be a spooky goth chick. Like that's she's supposed to be different than she's not the pretty girl with the blonde hair and the big boobs. She's the goth chick with the blonde hair and the dark hair and the crazy colors and the big boobs. Like so, she's a high school character. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what WWE, she is. Okay, um, Chelsea Green <laughs> is just the opposite. She's that kind of high school big boobs you know entitled yeah you know yeah, yeah, for sure. cheerleader like type female version of a jock right yeah exactly a cheerleader. Right, yeah or a cheerleader and then and then she's just the opposite she's the she's the goth punk you know kind of the sad bitch, tattoo, you know, the one, no one, tattoo you know, yeah you know all that kind of hangs stuff. around it's, with it's, all the emos yeah yeah <laughs> so nothing wrong uh, yeah and then she, so. would wear, she'd be the one wearing the doc martens to school and shit Right, but and and then this is where I agree with retro rocker reviews. Like Chelsea Green doesn't need to win or belt. She has a great she has a great character. One hundred percent. But does WWE acknowledge that and and appreciate that? That's what worries yeah. me. And that, that's the thing. I think that's why she's at where she's at, and that's why she has the women's title belts is because she's able to, you know, be that great of a character and people react to her. Like 
you get her to react one way or another, right? She gets people to react. She, I mean, let's be honest. She's very sexy. She's she's attractive oh, looking. She's she looks great. She looks like a million bucks. And on top of that, she's a great character. And let's be honest, she's solid in the ring, right? She's I mean, such she, a touch too, in a good way. If you get what I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that that's and that's the whole bit. She does all that, and she's able to do all that. And then so that's why they trust her with this title because you know they're able to do that. Of? Peggy from fucking Married with Children, bro. Kind of like uh, the way I can her see character, that. kind of the way she plays it, but and I mean that in a good way, right? Like I know it's a Karen character, but still, it's it's, it really, it's been uh, a it's not as Karen as you know as it could have been. Well, right, she started off really really hot as right. as like a At and then it, it it's kind of it's kind of died down a little bit, but she's still that kind of Karen character somewhat. So. uh which is fine. And I think it's, I, I've enjoyed it as a character. It's different than, again, how do you stand out? You'd be greater than, less than, or different than. And she's been different than. And I think, too, then that's the bit. Like WWE has just running the bit of, yes, she can't win on her own, but when she's paired with someone, she's a champ, right? Like, yeah, and that's, the, right. and that's, it's almost funny, right? Like, like that's, like, we're all in on the gag. What I think we all get that. We understand right, it. Right. No, so, sure. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, so that was that. So okay, that was that match. Um, oh, who won? I think Shotzi won with a roll up or something like that because she got distracted. Shotzi did win. Yep, with a roll up. Right, because you know Halloween powers activate. So. But um, do you want me to continue on with what happens uh, next? Yes, please. Well, John Cena makes his entrance and gets on the mic, John. No, that's right. And he goes on to say, we're a week from Crown Jewel and there's a special energy and excitement in the building tonight. But for him, the energy is a little different. It's more serious. And more don't get serious. me wrong. Yeah. He's had a lot of serious moments, but it hasn't been this serious since 20 years ago when WB, apparently, John, wanted to fire him. <laughs> I mean, really? No, I've heard I, that. Like, Bruce Pritchard talked about that. Really? But why yeah. would they want to fire him? at the time so it was during like when he was like the prototype and he was just right. coming out as the wrestler and he'd have the different colored trunks kind of yeah you know that. whatever because he was like generic wrestler number one right and so well, he wasn't doing true. anything to stand out of the crowd and like they didn't have a need for him if he was going to be that and then again he was overheard doing the rapping and stephanie mcmahon heard it and said you need to do that in the ring and so that's when the whole Doctor of Thugonomics came about and saved his career, you know. And then from there, he became his name became John Cena. So <laughs> John Cena, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so it it was it was in that like you know hey, he came out he was ruthless aggression the prototype and then you know my name is John Cena and you know Undertaker shakes his hand yeah but like <laughs> I think but he I know because I've read and I've heard things about there was a struggle. Between when Undertaker shakes his hand and to when he becomes the doctor of thelgonomics, where there was consideration of letting him go because uh, he was just generic wrestler number one. You know? He was. He actually was. But he goes on to say, what did he do then? He dug deep and turns it around. And we're giving him support when he needs it most. And most importantly, we've given him respect. He says, mm -hmm. Crown Jewel is so serious because for the first time in 20 years, John, He's in danger of losing that support and that respect. I cringed at this point. Because it's like, yeah. no, you're not. What the fuck are you well, talking about, John? 
okay, this is where this is where again, I think this is a shot across the bow at AEW for the Sting Ric Flair segment on Wednesday. Really? <laughs> you think so? I never thought of it like that, but think about this. I mean, why else would he say that? Because think about it. Do people have the same respect for Ric Flair as they did in wrestling? No, he's a character now. He's not a wrestler. When people watch that last match, they're like, this is fucking god awful because he's 74 years old, waiting for him to croak in the ring. And he he just he just did the struts and the woo. And I mean, he couldn't actually, let's he, he couldn't wrestle, Jimmy, if we're hundred percent. He did honest. say he admits actually he was on some podcast this past week, and I'm talking about Ric Flair, that he doesn't care, man. He, he for him, dying in the ring would be like the ultimate. Oh yeah, that's no. basically what he said. Not verbatim, yeah. but he was saying that. Yeah, but like that's the whole bit. Is like he's become a parody of himself, and that's what John Cena is saying. Is like he doesn't want to lose the respect of people knowing that he can go in the ring and be a good wrestler and and all that kind of stuff. And I think even that was even more acknowledged when Paul Heyman came out, which I loved. It. Look, this was a great. Like I enjoyed this segment a lot because Paul Heyman comes out and acknowledges like you're not the greatest, and that's okay. But he goes, John. You take this microphone and you are easily the greatest communicator of all time. You have a connection well with these people that I will never have. Yeah. That you make them laugh and you make them cry because I will never be able to do that. And that's something coming from me. Like, you know, Paul <laughs> Heyman, who everybody agrees he's probably one of the best on the mic, giving that acknowledgement that John Cena is better than him. Like, he's like, again, but this is where Paul Heyman is so great. You're building up this opponent, you're not tearing him down and making it to the point because, but John, you know, you have to be honest here. You're not the greatest of all time. Roman has already proven that, that you're not the greatest anymore. But on this mic, you still are. And I, nobody can compare to you on that. And I don't disagree with that. But, you know, you're not going to be facing a younger and better Solo Sokoa. And, and you're going to get exposed. It's essentially what he's saying um, in a way, you know, and that it's going to be the respect that we have for John Cena thinking that he can still wrestle and trying to wrestle and hanging on when he really shouldn't be doing it. That's, I think, right. what he meant by that. And I think, again, that's a shot across the ballot, AEW, for the Wednesday night segment with Sting and, and with Ric Flair. Well, like the Hammer says in the chat, the world is is waiting to have an orgasm when Flair dies in the ring. He's not wrong. True. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit. So. I, I can see that. But anyway, yeah. man, Flair is Flair. I mean, what do you do? The problem He's is... He's a character. Yeah. If he wants to wrestle, though, I, I can see TK fucking allowing him. Because he's a hypocrite, yeah. bro. Because TK's an idiot. He's not Absolute a hypocrite. Idiot. TK's an idiot. Like, it's one thing to be a hypocrite. It's another to be an idiot. And TK is beyond. Like, he's, he's a hypocrite because he's an idiot. Like, that's right. the whole bit. Like, he is such a fucking moron that he can't keep track of what he says because he's so coked up and he's such an idiot that that's the whole point is like he's not a hypocrite because he doesn't remember what he said he's all coked oh, out yeah. and he does things because he he thinks it's cool and it's fun and he's basically playing with his billions of dollars and um you know doesn't really care like i really feel like he doesn't care so you know in his mind he probably it, thinks he cares but he doesn't you're right no no um do you want to know the only reason why i watch wednesday night well, why is that in hopes of maybe Lance to see Lance on the screen again. But he was on he this wasn't. week, was he? He was on the no, last week wasn't. because they were in his hometown, basically, and fucking 
Yeah, ah, fucking that pisses me off, man. Because mm-hmm. even what me and Chris said on the skirmish before this past week's one, we were like, great that fucking Lance was on and great that he won and looked strong. But, you know, they're in his hometown and that's the only fucking reason why we're seeing him. And then we're not going to see him for another six weeks. And that's exactly what we're getting as we go on, which is ridiculous, dude. It must yeah. be so frustrating on Lance. And you can tell, even by the way we've, you know, like interacted with him, you can tell he's frustrated, bro. Yeah, yeah, and hey, Bestie is coming hey. in saying Papa Lance. Yeah, uh, she's hey, are you have you started your moving yet? You told me you were moving and you're gonna start something this week, so you know, if you need help, let me know. Be late. Um, I'll, I'll and we've already talked, and you know, I already told you it'd help, but just if you're needing help today, let me know. Uh, because I'll dump this piece of shit, this piece of shit over here to help you move. Just say the word, uh, that piece of shit, me, you. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> Give him a sip uh, for me when you see him, please. Yeah, she, she probably will. That's the, that's the whole bit. She probably will. Uh, anyway. Uh, she does. Seen that yeah, dirty I'm mouth probably... of yours, John. Give him some soap. <laughs> I'm joking. So, but um, I mean, you know, I, I feel like that um, in the long run, though, uh, that, that was what it was. But Okay, fine. I'll be nice to Jimmy. She said, "Do be nice to you." So I'm. Be- I've been nice for the <laughs> most you. part. Thank you, Britt. I've been nice for the most part. He has, um, yes, until now. Until so, yeah, <laughs> when when you showed up, Brittany, I started being me. Uh, <laughs> Is he always like yeah. this, like a dick? Jesus, <laughs> not really. But uh, uh, but no, I, you know, I I really feel like that was the whole purpose for the segment a little bit, and but it was a good segment I think still, and it set up the fact that John Cena has a, an uphill hill climb next week going into Crown Jewel because again, this is a what do we say, Jimmy? It is a what? Uh, a B grade show? Is that what you're going to say? The, it's a go home show, Jimmy. Oh, the go home show. Well, it's it's, yeah. it's the go home show. Go home show. Yeah. Not officially, mm-hmm. not officially. Look, I, I really feel like this was the go home show. Like yeah, you had Roman Reigns, it was the go, it was the go home show. For sure. You had Roman Reigns open the show, signing a contract against LA Knight for the main event of, of Crown Jewel. That's a go no, home show, right. Jimmy. You're right. I agree. Like that, I truly me, thought it was a go home show from the start, dude. I forgot. Yeah. Like you said, it was the words that that would be used that could have fooled you if you didn't pay attention, and it fooled me. Whoa, 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 Todd, Todd, whoa. Look, that might get you banned, sir. That's the comic king, bro. That's the comic king right there. That's the comic jester right there. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? You chose violence and violence is about to be brought on you, so I don't know. Damn, dude. Todd, I love love how you got my back and all, but damn, dude. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and he says, "JK John, you know I love you guys. Yeah, I do. But still, it was I that came in right after. But still, it was fun to highlight that one for a minute and just let it That's be. It's fucking funny, but, man. That, that, that yeah. popped me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, so, but we had, but I, I really feel like this. Like again, though, this was a good segment. It was a John Cena segment. It was solid. Microphone work was great. Having Paul Heyman and John Cena on the microphone again together." Always a good time, and um, I really felt like it set the stakes for his match with Solo Sokoa next week. Right. You know, so oh, for sure, th- it feels like a bigger really deal good. too. Yeah, 
You yeah, know, that, you know that, I, mean? I think that's the whole point. Because Paul Heyman doesn't come out for everybody, right? I mean, how many times has Solo done something and Paul Heyman wasn't involved? Paul Heyman came out for this. Like, it makes it a big Sean, deal. Definitely. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. 100%. And, yeah. and I'm looking forward to the match, but I feel like you should put Solo over, though. Right, right. I mean, I feel like maybe this is John Cena literally winding down his career, and maybe he's passing the torch to Solo or somebody, or to LA Knight or somebody like that. So, well, like who knows? He's already did it for LA Knight, but um, do you think a little he bit. gets one final yeah. run uh, before he goes into the, you know, into retirement? Do you think he gets a 17-time world championship? I know it's a hard one, but now that Flair's in AEW, maybe they will just do just that out of spite. But here's my thing. How do you logically do that, Jimmy? How do you, I mean, right now, Roman Reigns has the title. And then if you give it, let's say at Mania, you give it to Cody. How do you logically go from Cody to Cena? Right? Like, I mean, I can see it being a random fucking thing. Maybe it's his last night, he wins it and then retires. I could see that for some weird, dumbass reason, man. But then you have a vacated belt, and then King you're gonna have to have one of those. King of the you're gonna have one of those dumbass tournaments or whatever. I don't know. But or yeah, the Rumble where King of the whoever Rumble. wins the well, or whoever wins the Rumble wins the title. Like you know, some stupid I shit like, like that. that. The Rumble, but the stakes are way nah, higher when you have that in the Rumble, dude. I kind of yeah, like that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've only um, had it two times ever in the history, maybe three times. The where the title um, grabs the most recent one was 2014, I think. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Where yeah. Roman Reigns, I think, won it. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, see, this is the thing. Uh, I, I just, I like, I don't, yeah, I like where you're going, and I like again, if we're talking about this segment having being a shot across about AW about Sting and Ric Flair on Wednesday, I could see them doing that for John Cena to make him over Ric Flair, but. The question yeah. is, how do you logically do it? I, I just look. I'm I'm yeah. thinking about this, Jimmy, and this is one of those things that look. It would take a it would take a lot for me okay. to do. I'll tell you this. What about having like a Rocky esque type of run where can he still do it anymore? You know what I mean? And he goes right up the ladder the hard way, and then you know he wins the rumble, and then you know. The combination of it all is that Mania next year, say, or the year after, if you can last that much longer. Uh, and then the raw after Mania, he 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 vacates it. But he, I don't he, think you could do it. I don't think you could do it, uh, Jimmy. Next year, it's got to be this year if you're going to do it, right? This year, I mean, it, so? it, it, it this can't year, last. It's, so it's a lot more difficult to pull off than it would be for next year, but in my opinion. But no, but here's the thing. Remember this: you still have Damian Priest with the money in the bank, right? Okay, even have Priest cash in after he wins. Say, let, let's let oh let me let me go this route, right? Let's say you Cody birds with one stone that way. Let's do this. Let's do this because again, it's Roman Reigns, right? It's Roman right. Reigns and John Cena is not on the same level. They're they're not there. But he was, if not on the higher level. Let's be honest, dude. Now he's but yeah, let's he's on let's the go this way. Let's go this way because it's fun to screw Cody. Cody wins okay. WrestleMania. Damian Priest comes in and cashes in and takes him out and gets the title. John Cena doesn't like it and challenges him to Raw on Monday night the next night, gets it, you and then retires. That. That's the white meat babyface way, right? I mean, yeah, you can do that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
you know, or or you know, or he he laughs to like backlash or something like that or whatever. It's not going to be a long run. It's a short run. It's a real short run. It's just to give him his flowers, give him his send off, and then they can. You know how they love calling him the greatest of all all time. Well, now you can fucking put it with no doubt in their minds. He's the go. Because then here's the thing: you still have Roman, who has the title for the longest reign. You know, no one's going to touch that. He hasn't beat Bruno yet. I think Bruno's over two thousand days or something like that, right? Bruno San Martino's over. Two thousand days, I think total. Yeah, oh, but I think even more, dude. Yeah. So, modern day longest reign ever for a WWE champion. Then John Cena has the most ever. So, so what is, who's the greatest, right? Then you can debate for the rest of time. Was Roman Reigns the greatest for having the longest, or was John Cena the greatest for honest, having the most? Man, as far as as far as like box office. Yeah. And just, you know, sort of branching out further than wrestling. John Cena is way above Roman for now. Okay. Okay. Um, but, I, I mean, think about this. Um, how many times do people talk more about Ric Flair than they do Bruno San Martino? Much more than Bruno. Let's be honest. Right. Cause, because it's Ric Flair winning the title, winning the title, winning the title, winning right. the title, right? Versus Bruno San Martino, who always held it. And people can get bored with that. You know, whereas someone losing and coming back and losing and coming back, they like that story a lot more. So people talk about Ric Flair being the greatest because he's a 16-time world champ, or if you ask him 21 time because of other titles he's won and lost. Uh, because, you know, whatever. So Bruno, like, whereas Bruno was held it for over 2,000 and something days, and it was just like, hey, yeah, he just held it in the territory. He wasn't even... It wasn't even like he was in WWE proper or nationally. It was in a, you know, more just regional promotion until later. Yeah, no, and, so. and, and let's be honest. I mean, those regional times, it didn't live up to the WWF Championship at the time. It just didn't. I'm sorry. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because well, I mean, Ric Flair had the NWA ten pounds of gold and traveled everywhere. Bruno San Martino was the WWF champion and didn't go anywhere. Box office, bro. Yeah, but he was the box office. You know what I'm saying? Right. You From Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden over and over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's because be real. Let's be real. You know what I mean? But yeah. in saying that, Flair, look, if you had today's fan base back then, and, and even back then to a less extent, but we didn't have the internet per se at the time just yet, not the way it is now, but especially the NWA these days, we didn't. And even at the beginnings of WCW, when they, you know, when Turner bought it off Crockett, um, if if you were into WCW, it's because you know you're one of those marks that was into wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your workhorse sort of uh, fed, if you get what I mean. Whereas, yeah, if you into WBF, the southern, you know, the, the southern fans would just, would hate on you because it's like you don't know wrestling. But mm-hmm. let's be real, WBF and or WWE, whatever you want to call it they were all about the spectacle and the spectacle they always had over NWA slash WCW or Crockett promotions. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. And that's where the money was, man. Like that's where you made your mo- the most monies when you go to New York, like they used to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you you don't make it till you make it there. And whether people like it or not, the WWE right now is the be all end all. I mean, and it kind of always has been. Yeah. I mean, they, they did. But, um, you know, know, I I think it's an interesting discussion. I think it's interesting to have. But I think you also have to look logically of it, Jimmy. And I like the idea of it. But logically, I can't just get myself there with it. Like, 
you know, without extending Cena for any longer than he is, you know, like, right. The, and let's be, let's be honest, Jimmy, the reason why he's here is because the, the strike is still going, you know, the sad it's, guy. it's the only reason why, bro, he would not yeah. be around if the strike wasn't going on right now. That's a fact. Heck, he said it himself, dude. Mm-hmm. He's you know, himself. It's it's true. Yeah, and we know that, and and, and that's the thing is because he's just a phone call away to say the strike is over. We're back to making movies, and he's gone. One hundred percent. So, but his reign's no. gonna have the same type of box office, uh, you know, celebrity status that Cena has right now, say, in the future. I mean, I'm gonna say no, but that's that. I I can't predict the future. You know, I mean, you think right, about it. Right. If if you can get Roman Reigns, who is the Rock light, and you're getting him for significantly cheaper than the Rock, then why not go for that? So, right, yeah. But that's and, the thing, uh, do, do do the movie production companies want Roman Reigns? That's another thing. Sure. I mean, if you need if you need somebody to play that role like the Rock, especially early in his career, like he did, why not right. get him? You know, and you're not paying the Rock. But uh, it's very interesting. Uh, just some of these. Uh, Comments about the Bruno San Martino thing. So Roger Rocket says Bruno was pretty cool, but Flair was always making news. Mike Martin, hey Mike, how you doing? Says I understand what you're trying to say, uh, buddy, but it's a terrible idea. Because people think about Ric Flair no matter what, because he's Ric Flair. There's just no comparison between him and Bruno uh in championship stuff now. Yeah, that just uh, isn't. It really isn't in many ways, man. And it says and Todd says that's when you debate the number of title wins against the length of the title reigns. Um, and then he also says Flair was more charismatic and a better promo oh. than Bruno, so fans oh, will always on. relate to Flair more. Bruno you know, was just lucky. Well. This, don't want to be honest. I'll be honest. And sure, Bruno was before our time, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we were around that time, you know what I mean. Maybe my thoughts would be different. But let's be honest. From what I've seen with Bruno, right, he was a bad promo. I don't give a fuck what anyone mm-hmm. says, right? And he sure as hell. Didn't really have charisma. The the real fucking thing is with him, he was lucky he was Italian during a time in the WWF where they were sort of, you know, targeting the immigrants. You know what I'm saying? You had Bruno representing the Italians. You had Spiros Arion representing the Greek, the Greeks. You had Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. at first representing the Irish community, right? Mm-hmm. That's why he was supposed to be Hulk Hogan and, you know, Iron Sheik with the, the Arabs and, it goes on and on and on. That was the era. That was the time. And I think he was at the right place, right time. And he was as over as he was because you had all the Italians, especially from New York, right behind him, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Todd Brentley says this too. He says, you have to wonder when, not if, is is gonna is Hollywood going to call Roman at some point. He's going to go the that Cena rock, even Austin to extent. Right. I, yeah, I don't Austin, disagree with him. Yeah, wasn't really, you know. And and Mike says box office. Bruno was the first major introduction to, <laughs> yeah. to uh, uh And then uh, Labrat says uh, Solo has a bigger role than Roman, so Solo uh, had a bigger role than Roman. Uh, which movie are you talking about, um, Labrat? No, he was in the movie. <laughs> I didn't either. I I knew Roman was in the uh, Fast, Fast and, and the Furious, right? Yeah. The Hobbs and Shaw. But yeah. I I don't recall seeing Solo in there. So neither do um, I. That's interesting. All right, Lab Rat, show us what you got. Tell us what you got because I don't know what you're talking Where's about. Where's the receipts, um, bro? Where's the receipts? Or it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and Retro says I guess I'm more fond of Bruno as I did watch him when I was a child. And there was a lot of Italians at my school, 
And that makes a lot of sense. And Mike says the guys in the back saw Bruno and everybody started asking questions and wanted to get on the plane. Um, uh, Dr. Kovoki and Mike. Remember him? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was the so, doctor to go to in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think it's an interesting discussion and I, I like where you're going, but I think, Jimmy, we need to go forward from this segment because I think, I we, think we do. We spent we, a long we, time on this. But it yeah. seems everyone was engaged, dude. As a matter of yeah, fact. and it, but it was a good segment, and I think it brought up a lot of really interesting points that we needed to talk about. Uh, well, he said, just, "Okay," he says, "Destroyer with Michelle Pfeiffer." I don't even know what that is. Michelle like, I feel like wow. I like. I feel like that movie is something you would find either on like Netflix or Amazon Prime <laughs> on the deep parts of like we needed to spend this money because they're contracted, or it's the start of their porn career. It's a soft porn movie. Uh, it could be a soft porn movie where Sola Sokola <laughs> is meant to destroy Michelle Pfeiffer, but he destroys her <laughs> by punishing her through sex. Oh, um, shit. Uh, that would um, be funny. Well, yeah. you, you know what? Before we go to the next match, there was LA Knight cutting a promo backstage as he says, the bloodline need to start worrying about who they're pissing off. He hasn't forgotten about getting uh, sped. And if Jim wants to come down here later tonight, He'll grab those pigtails and ride him <laughs> around the ring until he joins everybody saying, L A night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny though. Yeah. And then we good. move on to us and then we move on to a Cedric Alexander Dragon Lee matchup. And Dragon oh, Lee does right. get the pin via an Asai DDT. Yeah, uh, Dragon Lee, whose move is to destroy your neck before he finishes you with a move. That destroys your neck. Uh, because <laughs> don't forget that I don't remember. Jackie Lee, I haven't forgotten the fact that you destroyed Hiromu's neck. Um, <laughs> yeah, in, I believe it. I remember that. Like it was yesterday. Oh, that happened in Dallas, Fine. didn't it? No, 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 no. That was somewhere else. It was in America. Um, it was in the States when no. it happened. Yeah, uh, it was. Well, it initially happened, and then Hiromu, like a fucking idiot, wrestled him again in like Japan during Wrestle Kingdom or something. And fucked up his neck even more um almost yeah, the, killed him and that, almost the first time where he broke it was definitely in the states man it, it was like a cmll or something it was it was in their match down near mexico it wasn't in the states uh, I and it, i could be wrong but it, it that was what two or three years ago um you know like i think hiromu was not was part of the g1 because of that where i yeah i don't remember when they got ago. yeah yeah i'm gonna so, look it up now yeah, because I remember they wrestled in Wrestle Kingdom, and after that, but that was because Hiromu won, I think, and it was just like his net was completely fucked. So, but which made me watch tonight, going ooh, 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 as I'm watching Dragon Lee doing all the news with the neck, and I'm just going like, uh, Hurricane Rana, ah, like, uh, <laughs> you know, all the DDT, ah, like, oh, dropping up on his neck, power bomb, ah, like, you know. Be careful yeah, there, kid. Uh, said, be careful there, Cedric, because he breaks necks for a living. Um, and I know he doesn't. He's gotten to be a better wrestler. And I mean, he's in WWE now. They're not going to put up with that bullshit. But still, but like, past, it's, it's not bad, as they say. You know what I mean? I was at the Cow Palace in San Francisco, by the way. Oh, it's Cow Palace. Yeah, yeah, Cow Palace. Okay, you're right. Um, so, but yeah, like, I just, uh, I don't know. But it, this was a fine match. Um, like I definitely like Cedric Alexander. I like to see him on my TV more. This was a good match to really showcase both of them. I feel, but I feel at the end of the day, the right person won too. Cause you know, you, Cedric's been there. 
He's not been on TV. Um, it's not his time for a he's run. A loser, bro. He's gonna get released eventually, I think. Like, but that's the problem. I mean, is he's boring, dude. I mean, he can wrestle, sure, but his personality is dry as fucking dog shit. Okay, I will honest. give you that. Yes, his personality is a little, you know, whatever. His so. personality. He's. I like. I liked him in the cruiserweight fucking uh, open, whatever the fuck it was called, where the fans were chanting, like you. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's it. The cruiserweight classic, where the fans were chanting, "Sign him up, sign him up." That's true. Maybe he should have stuck to that kind of. I know it's not real a real character, but he was known for his abilities, right? Right. Maybe stick to that, man. Now it just feels like no one cares, man. He doesn't get a reaction anymore, and it's sad. Yeah, but it yeah. is what it is, and and the hurt business also didn't do him any fucking uh, you know justice either, man. Once they disbanded, he was done, you know. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like you said the herpes, and I was like, what? What is he talking? Nah, the, the hurt business. Business, yeah, yeah. The hurt business. Um, but, but you anyway, said the herpes, that, though. We do get a <laughs> yeah, yeah. The herpes. Um, we get a Bianca Belair. Uh, promo. I don't know if you want me to go into that, but uh, <laughs> Mick Martin in the no. chat made me laugh. Cedric the Entertainer, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Kind of funny. That's good. Good one, Mike. No, good I don't one, want to talk about this. This was awful. It was shit. I oh, hated yeah. it. Like, yeah, especially right. when the fact. Why? Why? Why the fuck are you going to give Bianca Belair a microphone when you've had Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and LA Knight already out, and you've had John Cena? And Paul Heyman out, and then you got to try to follow up with Bianca Belair on the mic. What the fuck are you thinking? You, you know what else I was thinking? I didn't realize she was out for two months. Was she really out for that long? It didn't. Yeah, like she was not for. And yeah. I look, I I was fine with her being out for that long. I had no yeah. problem with that. You know, is that I'm okay with it. Is there something wrong with us in saying that though, dude? Mm-mm. No, I think I think she's entertaining in the ring, and I mean, let's be honest. Charisma wise, walking out to the ring in her interest is great. You give her a mic, she fucking is a wet blanket and kills it. Like, I don't know. I don't people know. I disagree like, with that though, too. You know, people think uh, I agree with you. I, I think you're right. She's she needs to be a heel, bro. She's so much better suited as a heel. Her character is even still based as a heel. When you think about it, I'm the EST of this and the EST of that. I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that such a heel thing to do? Her heel run in NXT was magnificent at the time. I think we mm-hmm. need a all-out heel, man. Mm. I'm fine with that. Like, I'm fine. This this needs a new paint of coat. You know, um, it, it needs a fresh paint of coat. Like, it, it really what it is. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know at this point though, because. Like I don't feel like she needs to have a microphone. You know, that's I think that's my biggest thing. As I really feel like she doesn't need a microphone. Well, she's an among contender to the women's or the SmackDown Women's Championship Championship, who's against EO Sky. And do you think actually she beats EO Sky? Come crown jewel. I've got a bad feeling that she might, dude. This time. Guess what, Jimmy? What's that? I'm gonna use my famous three words. I. Don't, don't care. <laughs> well, fair enough. Well, let's move on to the main event then, shall we? Yeah. What have they done it to is... make me care? What well, have they done nothing. to make me care? 
Well, she's been oh, gone two care. months, and now she's number one contender, just like that. Yeah, that's right. an AEW I mean, booking too, bro. Yeah, and I mean, and but they've done nothing to make me care about the EO Sky Run Championship I know, either. Like and they, that's what I, I'm saying, bro. That's what I mean. I feel like she's gonna lose because even let's be real, her run has been ice cold, man. Like both runs have been not great, and like so, I why do I care about this match? I don't care. No. Yeah, fucking yeah. strange, man. And, and the sad part is neither do I. And really, we should be. But that's that's WWE's fault. Just by the way they've they've booked this shit. Yeah. Kind of strange because it's an AEW style of booking once again, which is weird. But um, right, but, anyway. ret- retro. But real quick, I want to say this with Retro Rocket. He says, "Man, Definitely. Bianca, she's okay, but not entertaining to me." Ever since she hasn't been entertaining since she yelled Charlotte on NXT. You don't go here, bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Oh, like he's right. And they tried to do that on the main roster and it didn't work. You know? So just spot yeah. on, bro. It's it's kind of weird, but it is what it is. And that's probably a hot take from us, but I'm sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the way it is for now. Um, but we move on to the main event and it is big Jim Uso versus LA Knight. Yeah. Um, you know what, bro? Oh, look. Alan Knight does get the win via pinfall with his BFT and all, but quite crazy, but I just wasn't into this match, dude. Hmm. I was into it. Um, look, and I'm going to say this. I will say this as well. I have noticed this for the last two weeks since Triple H is in control of everything now. The production has been so on point lately, like with oh. the, the picture of L.A. Knight um, looking in the thing. There was a point where John Cena was talking in the, the ring. Glasses, they had yeah. a cam- Yeah, the glasses. But then they had a point this week where John Cena's in the ring and they have a camera over the shoulder of a fan holding up right, their phone right. recording John Cena. Like, yeah. like that's really fun stuff. So like, like for this match, like they're zoomed in on it and they have you could pick up the ambient audio where Jimmy's like, He's he, LA Knight's got him in the arm bar at one point, like holding his with the arm up, and he's like, he's fucking cheating, ref. He's cheating. <laughs> yeah. Like Jimmy is saying this about LA Knight. The 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 heel is saying <laughs> this about the baby face. And like it was some of the more entertaining parts of the match, which made me invested now because like I kind of want to hear what Jimmy has to say. Like I know he's just a fucking you know, idiot right now, Jimmy. He's acting like a complete <laughs> goose, man. <laughs> but that's what made it fun. Was like hearing that where like jimmy's like he's complaining to the ref he's like he's fucking cheating ref like no he can't be doing like that he can't do that like you know it's like it's it was so funny to listen and hear and so i picked up on that throughout this like i don't know if they intentionally did it for this match but for this match i specifically heard those things especially where they zoom in and you could hear the ambient noise of of jimmy like he what it wasn't mike it was like He's yelling in a mic that's off, you know, stage, right? Or like he's off stage and he's yelling in a mic on stage, and you're barely picking it up, but you still hear it. And so, um, or kind of like when you watch a football game and like they have the parabola mics and you can barely hear what somebody's yeah. saying, but you could hear it. It was that, and I liked that aspect. It made the production fun. It made the match entertaining. It, oh, pardon me. It made me kind of more invested in this match because. I kind of liked that Jimmy was a goof and was saying stuff to the ref, and and it made it that much more entertaining. And then too, L.A. Knight would say stuff, and that would just it just made it even more funny and right, more both trash entertaining. Talkers, you know what I mean? so, right? Yeah, and so uh, 
And like like Jimmy at one point, like, you think you're going to Crown Jewel? You ain't fucking going to Crown Jewel. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not gonna make it. Like, you know, that made it to me that as much made it a more interesting match as the moves and the story they were telling with the match. Like, well, I, yeah, I was really telling a story in the ring for sure. Yeah, but having that extra little bit of being able to hear the ambient noise of them talking, um, but uh, but then smart enough to know when to be not loud enough to where they could you could they're not giving away what they're going to be doing next in the ring right, right? right. and i you hate know, that like, man it takes away from the uh, match so much when you hear that right shit, man and that's what i liked about like you can this is where you see two guys who know what they're doing right because they're able to do the trash talking and stuff with the ambient but still be in a position to where they could talk to each other without stooging anything off you know Absolutely. that was that was solid. That was solid because I got concerned for a minute. He was like, "Oh, if they're doing this for this match, am I going to hear them? Am I going to hear like, hey, throw me off the ropes or da da da?" And I didn't hear that at all. And I mean, I was intent- I was I was locked in at this point. Um, you know, so um, yes, uh, Roman did have fuck you chance. Uh, you know, uh, during this week. So I didn't. I didn't- I don't, rec- I don't remember hearing that, but I wasn't listening to it really loud, so or watching it really yeah. loud. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, yeah. But I will say this though too. I've noticed that as well. Like it's like, hey, they're the fans. They're it's live TV. I can't control everything. We can't just turn the well, audio off. That's so dumb when they do fucking you know uh, bleep out the fans. I mean, come on, it just takes away from the show. They don't do it all <laughs> the time, but sometimes they do, and it just looks so dumb. Right. Well, because you, you have to, if you're, especially if you're on network TV, if you're on cable TV, it's a different story. But like with Fox, because Fox network TV, you know, it's, 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 you're getting free TV over the air so anybody can hear it. So there are stricter standards for, for standards and practices for network TV than there are for cable. Uh, cable is a little bit more lax on, you can have curse, certain curse words and things like that. And but, that's the thing, uh, man. That'd be must hate the fact that more than likely SmackDown is going to end up on a cable channel instead of a network television network you know what i'm saying right like and then so why is it now that it smackdown isn't good enough for fox so nbc universal is going to take it for friday night but then now raw isn't good enough for nbc universal so where's it going to go like yeah that's destination america me, oh no don't say that come on bro <laughs> especially when you had Come on, man. <laughs> but here's here's the thing, right? Raw itself said, "Hey, uh, we've been the longest running program on TV, and our home has been USA this whole time." You know, they've been talking about uh, being on USA, and now it's no longer going to be the case. And you're just like, okay, like, well, cool. To be fair, you you know, USA now have already paid billions for SmackDown, so they don't need Raw. They've got the A show now in their eyes. I don't know. Someone don't know. surely has got it, but there's been no, nothing, right? No one's said anything. We don't know. What network we don't know is looking to pick up Raw, and that's what's weird. And so, NXT, I mean, like both of those are hanging yeah. in limbo right now. You know, and Retro Rocket, yeah, you're welcome, sir. I'm glad to be here for you to tell you uh, what happened um, and help you out with that. But yeah, like I, I just and look, and that's the that's the fascinating part is like WWE is playing this shell game, right? They're oh look, oh our number one show is Raw. Oh no, look, SmackDown's our number one show. Oh no, look, NXT there are number. Look how popular NXT is. In the 18 to 24 demographic. Oh, wait. Look at, like, think about this, Jimmy. They have shuffled this shit around 
for 20 years, right? Because SmackDown's been around right. for at least 20 years at this point now. Yeah, 99. 1999 is when it debuted. October 99, as a matter of fact. Yeah. They they have shuffled this around to keep two TV shows on wrestling on network or cable TV for over 20 years. I say this right. was the A show. Look how popular this is. The SmackDown sick. Oh no, look, Raw is amazing. And the Raw after uh WrestleMania and all that. Oh, look, SmackDown, look how great. Oh, wait, no, Raw. I mean, they've played this amazing shell game. And so at this point, people are like, where's it gonna go? They're gonna they're gonna put it where they're gonna make money. They're gonna, it's gonna go yeah. somewhere, especially because here's the thing, right? The writer strike is happening, right? It's still going on, or the I mean the actor strike. And you need programming for your TV, and people don't want to watch reruns. So right, and it's it's always brand new fucking television, man. Every week, you mm-hmm. guaranteed that. You're right. It's first run television every week live. Yeah, look, you'll find a home. Maybe we're exaggerating. We're, we're very much exaggerating. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Anything that worries me, if Raw goes for like say hundreds of million and not over a billion, like SmackDown have, and mm-hmm. WWE is forced to sort of give in to that. They're going to cheat Raw like the B show completely, I think. Well, I mean, but here's, here's, here's my issue, Jimmy. Again, it goes back to short term thinking. Why would you leave Fox for NBC Universal when you are on national network TV? Ego. Bro. You get, it's ego. You get, it's be ego. You get lead ins from Sunday college football and sunday afternoon nfl football and fox is talking about you on the world series broadcast i mean what the hell jimmy why are you so short-sighted to not see the dividends that's going to pay off in the long run like yeah I, I i don't get it yes so you don't get the valuation you think you expect but you haven't brought in what you thought you were going to do either and what was put around there so I think that's a wash and you stay on Fox where you're going to get more money in the long run, where you get more money for advertising. You're going to get way more money by having SmackDown on Fox and advertising than you will with Raw or having it on cable. (laughs) I agree. I agree with you. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure Fox did offer the same amount of money to stay or just a little Mm -hmm. bit under, but WB and the ego didn't want to accept that. That's what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, shit maybe fox should go for raw if you know but it just seemed like both yeah. egos you know they, they both weren't giving in dude and they were like yeah. fine we'll take our shit somewhere else yeah, yeah. and in, uh, and in that john I, I think we take it home because john's ready for yeah. sleep everybody <laughs> no no it's so not that like <laughs> i'm hungry I'm, I'm getting hungry at this Me point too. yeah so um i just you know but I, like again, there's times where you wonder. And, but WWE has lasted this long. They're not. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. They're in now with Endeavor and UFC. They've become a, a media conglomerate. They're not going anywhere. There's obviously people who are smart now running this business now. And so, you know, it, I just at the end of the day, I enjoy wrestling and I want it to be the best and I want it to be at the best place where most people can watch it. You know, I feel like that's on a network TV channel. But that's just me. But you know. There might be other factors involved. I don't know. But, yeah, I agree. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up. Uh, Jimmy, let's wrap it up by giving it a customary smack attack grade. What do you give it? <laughs> uh, I'll say you C minus. C minus, okay. Is that with it the grade okay. of a, a go-home okay. show? 
Yeah, C minus for me. For even for a go home show with a good, I, I, okay, I it did in. look. It did. It, it hit home with with La Knight and Roman Reigns, right? Everything else mm-hmm. seemed sort of fine. John Cena and Solo, I'll say, but everything else felt rushed and and, and well, Logan and uh, and Ray. Oh yes, and Logan and Ray. But other than them three, everything was like again. Why is Bianca Belair after two months number one contender because she got jumped? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's why the Shotzi shit was stupid. Where was Charlotte Flair? You know what I mean? Where's Asuka? Where was EO? I mean, jeez. I mean, I'm okay with there not being Charlotte Flair. She's Me too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I it's agree. Fine. But I'm just saying. She's looked at yeah. as one of the biggest stars for them. So again, like it just felt a bit weak. But for, mm-hmm. for Roman, with Roman and LA Knight, definitely they, they did their thing and it was well done. It was absolutely well done, but everything yeah. else I just and the scene thing I liked. Everything else I didn't really enjoy, so that's why it's a scene one is for me. All right, media our lab rat gave it a C. Um, Thank you, <laughs> my crab cat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna crab go. Yeah, um, uh, do you show the crab cat? Yeah, um, yeah. See. Uh oh, Charles is gonna DM you later, Jimmy. Ooh. Ooh, look at no, no Charles, Charles is sliding. Charles you know, is sliding into yeah. his DMs. Oh, okay, no um, worries, man. I, I, I'm there, bro. Yeah, revamp says he see, he says a C as well. Look, even with the go home curve, um, I'm going C. You know, a, a solid to, C man. on this one. Yeah, like if this was a if this was not a go home show. I would go C minus to maybe a D, but because of the fact that I felt like this is the true go home show, next week's show's not not it, pal. Um, we're get, we're gonna get some minor shit on there if anything. Is Roman gonna um, be on there? More importantly, you know what I mean. I don't like, think so. I don't think is. so. Okay, interesting. I don't think so. Let's see. Yeah, um, I, I really don't, Jimmy. I, I feel like again the business was done for Crown Jewel this week. Next week's show is going to be a tape show, and they're going to announce it, and they're going to say it's a tape show or whatever. Um, hopefully, they're not going to be that, you know, whatever, to make us think, oh, no, we're wrestling in Milwaukee, and then tomorrow at, no, you know, when you, or if they said, when you see this, we'll be getting ready for tomorrow's Crown Jewel. You know, if they said something like that, that would make a lot more sense, you know. Um, Don't try to tell us that you're having a show and then you're going to be having a pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia in less than 24 hours' time. They haven't built shit really for Crown Jewel this time. It's been a real weird build, man. Fuck that, I don't give a shit about this event. Well, no, you got got Seth and you got uh, Okay, the raw side seems better when it comes to build, actually, now that you brought it up. Well, but then on SmackDown side, you've got you've got Logan and you've got Rey Mysterio, uh, you've got LA Knight and Roman Reigns, you've got John Cena. Everything Koa. was done in the last week, if you know what I mean. Most of the stuff mm-hmm. it was kind of rushed together, in my opinion. Well, here's the thing. All right, let's say this: Logan Paul had to fight, right? He had that fight right. coming, no matter what. And he called so, out Ray at his fight. That was the whole point of doing that, Jimmy, to to further this feud and to to build this to four crown jewel, right? I mean, he he in whether he won or lost, you know, he like he's he was going to announce from that ring at his fight 
I, you know, I won, so I'm, I, this isn't satisfying anymore. I'm going to be a WWE champion. Or if you lost, like, man, I don't need this shit. I'm going to go to WWE because I'm a superstar and I want the championship. Either way, it's a win-win for WWE and it builds that feud immediately like that because he's that kind of person. And so, yeah, in the last two weeks, they built to the Ray feud because they needed to have that argument of him and, you know, being that maverick as persona and the, and the thing. Um, for the LA Knight thing, it's been a long time coming. It's been, seeds have been set for a long time. Um, for the John Cena thing, I think it was, you know, we all knew John Cena was only here, not here for a long time. He said so, right? He said it when he first came back. I'm not here. I'm here for a good time, not for a long time, essentially, is what he said. Yeah. And so why not put him up against a, a killer like Solo who could take him out? Um, I'd love so, to see that. Imagine he fully takes him out, like ambulance and all, like storyline-wise, you know? Right, you know, and so so where he questions about should he continue to wrestle. So all of that makes sense, Jimmy, coming up. And then he's already had issues with the bloodline. Coming up to this point, so solo oh, no, is the I'm most not logical. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Put it yeah, that way. Like I, I just not, don't like it, how it's been rushed. I don't think it's been rushed, Jimmy, because remember when he's been back, he's had problems with the, the bloodline, him and LA Knight wrestled, and you know, they did all these things. And, the, and then now solo is the logical progression because he's not going for Roman. He has to get through solo, you know, and that's the logical yeah. progression of where he's going because Jimmy's not anything, so he's not going to wrestle Paul Heyman. So uh, solo the young hip guy that's the logical you know idea for it to go from there so uh you know i feel like that the only thing would i would even say is somewhat rush would be the logan paul ray thing but that was more because logan paul already had a commitment and they didn't want to announce anything until after his match after his, his well, match. if you lost would they have an announced a match think about it that's that's i think you could still do it jimmy because he's such a do it as a delusional heel and be like, man, that's that was just pretend anyway. It wasn't even real boxing. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. count. This is where I'm a superstar, and this counts, and I want the title. So, um, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. Hey, uh, like here, Retro Rocket said, um, Ben said yesterday that LA Knight might win over Roman, but then lose it and maybe get rid of him, uh, grind him out as they can't fire him. Knight is just way too hot. You know, make who sense, knows? The, the, the second half, but. Yeah, fire. Yeah. Why? Why would they even think about that? Come on, Bing. Yalla. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, Jimmy. The only one I would say is a little bit rushed is the Ray Logan Paul thing, but they've done it in such a way to where it makes a lot of sense, you know, still. Oh, yeah. In that sense, definitely. The Bianca Belair one is really the most rushed one because it just. Yeah, that's, that's the one that I think is the dumbest and doesn't make any sense at all. So, but anyway, uh, Jimmy, why don't you tell the lovely, lovely people of the internets where to find you as I'm on 90% battery um, oh, on the internets? Yeah. Well, you can find me on the interwebs at the X at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC network. Uh, please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com. Not only do you get the realest talking pro wrestling, but the best also. And speaking of that, not only will you find me over here on the Smack Attack, uncaged, and after the wreckage, or after the collision, we sift through the wreckage tomorrow morning. I will also be the host for the next level podcast with the vet this coming week because yeah, Big Gray sent put out the uh, the SOS and uh, I I I I answered it. So Ray's got other commitments. This I think he's got a toothache as a matter of fact. So get better soon, man. 
and he's going to go to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'll be covering for Big Race. I'm all over channelattitude.com and Hamid Media Group this, for this week. And also speaking of Hamid Media Group, log and subscribe at hamidmediagroup.podbean.com and of course the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. And that's that from me, John. Yeah. Uh, Big Race, you take care of your teeth to begin with, then you don't have to go to the dentist to fix your teeth. Like this guy. Sure. Who probably hasn't been to the dentist in five years because I don't need to because I brush my teeth every day and I take care of them. And they go, oh, okay, cool. Um, so take care of your fucking teeth, you <laughs> dirty New Yorker. Um, I upgraded uh, tooth toothbrush, right, to the electric ones. Dude, I don't know mm-hmm. why I never did that years ago. You know how much better they are, dude? They kick they ass, man. I've tried. I've tried. And they just, it never, I never seem to get as good a clean as I do really? with just brushing it myself. Um I just feel like personally I do better, but I do have one of those water picks. I don't know if you've oh, ever used those, no, you know, no. like I use that. I do that now instead of flossing, uh, which is super great because it gets so much. Hell? So it's it basically what it does is you you fill a reservoir of water and then it sucks the water out of the reservoir and like high pressures it into your mouth. So it's no like flossing way. with a high stream of water, and then That's you can awesome. add a brush. Yeah, and you can add a brush attachment so you can brush. Like if you want to do a quick cleaning of your teeth, you can brush like without toothpaste with water and kind of it kind of like flosses and brushes at the same time, cool. which is pretty cool. Or you got yeah, oh no, they're great. I like I have one and then it came with I got it at Costco or Sam's Club and it came with one that I have here at my house and then there's another travel that I just left at my parents' house. So whether I'm there or here, I have the water pick to help clean my teeth and I can keep that routine going. You said Costco, I usually do I might it. have to go to my local Costco then, man. Costco might have it, um, Sam's Club. Um, but I mean, you could, I think even Amazon has uh, a deal where you can get it and you can get the combo pack. Um, yeah, other. You know, uh, Jimmy, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember. I want to say maybe okay. like, uh, depends on what you get. It depends on how high, you know, like with all the accessories and all the different things, because they have stuff where you can get in your gums and help with that. You can, you know, they got all kinds of things you can do. I, I just go basic, just blowing shit out from the, the teeth and keeping it clean and, and not letting get stuff fester or get in there that, you know, food that sticks. And it's better than uh, to me because it's not, look, I have, I, this is going to sound weird, but I have a small mouth for my teeth and everything. And so getting to floss and getting in into the the floss into some of the spots is a pain in the ass. And with a water pick, I just put it back there and just and literally turn it on. And I usually go kind of one of the higher settings and all the stuff comes out like I'm like, oh, where did that come from? (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And then I have I have a permanent retainer back here uh, on my bottom teeth. Um, And so after like I had my braces and everything, they left a permanent retainer. So it's literally a metal bar that they've attached with cement to the back of my front teeth to keep them from moving. And so to clean, to clean and floss there is a pain in the ass. And then so to have the look and so to have that water pick and blow it all out and then I can even stick in there and just like do some stuff if I need to or take the brush and do that option to blow stuff out there. It's great. So like it's been a it's been a game changer for me to have that. Um, you're going to initially pay a little bit more. Yeah, it's definitely worth it, especially if if flossing is an issue. Um, you know, like like for me, it's an issue because of certain, you know, yeah, body like structures. Either, and things. Man. I just don't like the feeling of it. And it like the like you got to be careful because you can still like you you can you can slice yourself you, you'll bleed from yeah, it because yeah. if you, 
if you don't like with the water pick though too because if you if you have it too high of a pressure because they i'm telling you it'll, it'll come out shit. yeah if you if you, you can adjust the pressure though of how you need it to be um so like i know for my front teeth because they're so tight because the the retainer i have to have a higher pressure to knock some of that stuff out and yeah. to be able to reach back there so you know it's it's really good because i was talking to my dentist and we were talking about um about four or five years ago we're talking about flossing it's like dude it's such a pain in the ass i don't want to do it because when i go they have to like take this like loop thing and then run it through like the back where the spaces in the retainer are to run the the floss through so they can floss all the way and i'm just like yeah i'm not doing that it's a pain in the ass why am i gonna buy that that. you know Yeah. yeah like and so they're like well look get a water pick at least and go that route and so i looked into it and it's been worth it so well, yeah. you wasn't in the chat. Um, oh, Labrat said they can go for as low as thirty bucks to like three hundred bucks, even. Yeah. Uh, like it depends. Like if you want a portable one, like where you, it's cordless, like mine is corded. Both, both the one I got where it's a, the combo pack. It was a uh, I, I got a regular corded one with the reservoir, and then the travel one. The reservoir sits on top of the the base, and it's a lot smaller, and it's open top compared to like my one here, which is closed and uh so but i think i got that i think it was about a 100 bucks for the set if i remember correctly um you know which is yeah they're called water peaks water pick that's the name ring that's 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 like the toilet paper of it but yeah water pick is the big one um do they have this colgate make them too say for example oral b or some shit yeah but i would go with a water pick brand like they're the number one they're the first ones out like I would I would stick with that. So they're the innovators of this shit, basically. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And like and sure. like you're seeing in the comments here, uh, water pick, uh, water pic, don't you know, or pik even. Uh, yeah, retro rocket, a water pick, wipk. Um, so oh, shit, um, that's not replaceable. <laughs> well, because he got the you know, uh, um, electric toothpaste battery wore out and it's not replaceable. Uh, place mine thank god it is 2023 so <laughs> yeah like so that's the thing is like okay so you can get a really expensive electric brush right and you know but or you can get the ones where you can replace the batteries and then they're fucking cheap but either way you're gonna that's run out <laughs> like, but look bro if i got a, if i got one where i get a, i can get a 12 pack for 12 bucks at costco or whatever right uh, i'd rather do that you know and then i get what i need yeah. and i'll I like a medium brush. I like a kind of firmer. I hate the soft bristle ones. Soft bristles just drive me up the fucking wall. I prefer a more firmer medium brush kind of thing. And so, you know, that's how I roll, you know. Oral health. Who thought pick. here on uh, on uh, Smack Attack we'd be talking oral health? Uh, yeah, that's a first. I don't, you will never find another wrestling uh, podcast that just gave you the 101 when it comes to fucking, or the 911 when it comes to teeth. Yeah, Dental Health 101, right here with your boy JBE and, and Jimmy T. All right, so Jimmy, um, uh, I guess if you want to follow me, you know where to find me on the internet. It says it uh, right here, down here. Um, it's weird with this, you know, phone. Uh, looking at it, go find me if you want to. If you don't, I don't care. Um, uh, it's all fun. Uh, this is uh, we're heading into uh, Halloween, which is uh, Tuesday, but also uh, we're on our last stretch for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so. Please be aware, uh, support your local um, nonprofit agency in the area that does help your crisis center uh, and make a difference in that. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that, 
all said, um, we will begin to make our way home for the night. Uh, just as we are heading home, the wrestlers of WWE are making their way to Saudi Arabia. Will they make it home? Will they be hijacked? Will it be a trick or a treat of a show uh, that we see in Crown Jewel next week? Will they uh, Will they stuff us to the gills with good things? Will we lay on the couch bored out of our minds like it's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I don't know. You'll have to tune in next week and find out because maybe we'll do a recap of the night before on Smack Attack. Maybe we'll do a recap of Crown Jewel. You've got to tune in and find out. But until then... We'll talk to you next week. Until then, be safe and see you next time. Bye-bye. See you.
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.